Yes, sir. And we are live, guys. What's going on? Flix Talkers, why won't you die a whore podcast? We're doing it here live with Q Reviews and my special guest, Triborough Gigolo. What's going on, fellas? How's your night going so far? Yo, what's up? What's up? I'm good, what's man. Up, what's Q? up with you Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Saturday night, dog. Feeling great. You know what I'm saying? About to talk some black horror cinema. Oh, man. I'm right. I'm, I'm, I'm in the right mood. I'm in the right place, son. Let's oh, get yeah. <laughs> Saturday oh, yeah. night, horror night. Uh, Triboro Gigolo is our special guest. Uh, I'm going to let him give his introduction, uh, but we've been following his stuff for a long time. He does music. He does uh, uh, just all in, all around entertainment. Um, just let us know about your channel in case people don't know. Um, yeah, I'm from uh, Triboro from uh, Brooklyn, New York City. Um, I started my channel in uh, 2018. And I started off doing like album reviews and I do a uh, movie stuff, movie reviews and discussions, you know, um, I've done some fashion stuff. I've done some, you know, some, some, uh, wrestling, you know, pay-per-view uh, reviews. And, um, I, I love nostalgia and that's why I started my channel was to like dedicate my channel to, you know, my, my uh, childhood in the eighties and nineties. Right. And, um, it's been great, you know, and I've been on a lot of different platforms and, you know, I know Dave from, uh, other platforms as well. We've, we've been on different platforms and first time I'm being on, uh, meeting Q reviews, but I follow him also and I uh, appreciate, um, you, uh, y'all having me on here. Absolutely. My friend, uh, if you guys didn't know, by the way, I forgot to mention, we are doing a live episode. It's usually pre-recorded. We've done a live before. What did we go live for last time? Q, do you remember? But well, we did a live episode talking about some movie but it, it's it's really fun because we get to get interactive with the chat and whatnot but uh if you guys are watching this on youtube make sure to hit that big thumbs up consider subscribing today for more if you guys are listening on your podcast audio device please give us a five star give us a good review if you guys can to support the channel hey we got brooklyn we got people with brooklyn in the house already in the chat triborough i don't out. know if you see it yeah. people are like, brooklyn! <laughs> so that's cool man and uh I definitely so, agree with what you said about the nostalgia about this. That's why I don't know if you knew or, or people that are listening for the first time. Uh, this was initially going to be a horror, po a horror channel, like a horror movie channel, but just from other people like, Oh, what are your thoughts on action movie or drama or whatever? It just became a little bit bigger than what it is. And yeah, we know each other from other uh, podcasts and whatnot and a lot of movie stuff, just a lot of movie stuff mm -hmm. in general. And uh, uh, I know oh, you're really into music like, like I am as well. Um, and Q yeah. and I share a huge love for, for the horror, the horror stuff. And uh, um, I mean, it's a, it's a huge part of our nostalgia and um, we're here to talk about our top I put, I don't know if I put in the, in the, in the title top five or top, but we, we kind of have our top list of black actors, right? So before we get into it, yeah. mm -hmm. did you ever really like when you were younger, at least like, uh, uh, focus in on like, there's not, you know, a lot of black actors in, in horror cinema at all, or you, you kind of realize that they were either the token or they would always get killed off first and foremost. Cause when I was younger, uh, I don't remember even noticing that. I just remember being scared of like whatever I was seeing, you know, but I think as you get older, you kind of realize that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I realized that like early on, like, you know, watching um, Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, and, you know, seeing the African-American, you know, characters in that franchise get killed off by Freddie or watching, you know, Friday the 13th and seeing the, the very few African-American actors in that franchise get killed off by Jason. But um, I think now when you have like Jordan Peele 
making movies like Get Out, making Us, and and he's really bringing you know prominent black actors to the forefront in, in the genre of horror. I think that I think that really changed the narrative of you know we don't have to have our own people get killed off in the first five minutes of, of a horror film. You know, so I, I think um, I, I credit Jordan Peele with that, and, and hopefully it's a trend that's going in the right direction. And not just with Black, but with Latinos and, and Asian um, Americans as well. Yeah, representation matters for sure. Uh, yeah. Q, what about you, man? What, what do, you, do you ever remember, like, like remembering, uh, seeing a lot of that when you were younger growing up, or did it affect you at all? Um, yeah, I mean, like, at a certain time, you start to recognize that uh, people look like you in these horror movies are getting killed straight up off the back, son. I'm like, yo, man, like, <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, like, that, that, yeah. Uh, uh, I think, uh, you know, one, one of, uh, like, in Nightmare on Elm Street, I think, you know, yeah, it's probably, you know, something that's going to my list that survives, like, heck, yeah. But then, in, like, you know, in the next movie, it was like, oh, man. But, yeah, I do remember seeing that uh, a lot. And then yeah. I remember seeing, um, you know, a lot of horror movies in the 80s, but I remember seeing Night of the Living Dead, and I was like, well, this dude, this dude, you know what I'm saying? He know what he's doing. It's, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah, he, he, he might make it, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to throw those spoilers right now. I might talk about it a little <laughs> later, though. But, like, yeah, man, I did. I definitely did notice it off the bat. But, like, I uh, would try, try my man from Triborough saying, uh, Jordan Peele, it has changed the narrative. And I think he said, like, why don't you put any, like, um, uh, white driven actors in your male uh, in your main roles. He said because he said I already see we already seen that story before. Mm -hmm. you know? I remember that. seen that story right. a, uh, a million times. So like, yeah. um, just to see uh, Jordan Peele taking these um, horror movies from a dis uh, perspective, it's exciting and new and something I'm very. Um, he's one. He's he's one of my favorite directors in um, Hollywood. Period. So and he's coming with a different perspective, especially uh, people that look like us and Latina and everything, and just coming from a different perspective. Because how many many times can we see the final? You know, what I'm saying, no offense, white girl, you know, say 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 the day every time. I mean, it's been right, done. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying for 50 years. Right. So, like, to see something different. You know, what I'm saying is, it, you know, what I'm saying it's totally cool. So, I definitely noticed it. Um, but I love horror in general, though. But like, um, I'm glad to see. Um, and and this century is taking a little turn for the better, or you know, or or something different at least for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And this yeah. is an episode that I really wanted to do during Black History Month, but just due to unfor um, unfortunate circumstances, we had to push it back a little bit. It's all good. We're here in March, man. It's my birthday month. My birthday is next week. Pisces power, baby. So shout out to the same, Pisces out same. there. Oh, for real? Same When's birthday. your birthday? Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, um, I'm Aries. I'm March 25th. Oh, my, oh, okay. So right at the end, right? So I'm uh, March 9th, the day Biggie died. I always remember that. Dang, Biggie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah so, um, but what I was going to say is that uh, I just wanted to do this episode, you know, especially with you guys, uh, to get the perspective, obviously. And uh, I just think themed episodes are, are very, very cool, especially, you know, if you guys don't know, we talk about movies and, and kind of just dissect them. Not, you know, kind of like in an untraditional form and fashion and whatnot. We don't go by a script. We just kind of, Q and I just kind of riff off whatever sticks wow. out in our mind from what we remember and whatnot. And I think it was important to, to highlight, uh, you know, black voices, black actors, actresses, directors, producers, anybody behind the scenes. And I let you guys know off camera before this, before we went live is that I watched that horror noir on shutter, uh, that documentary. And it really, it really meant that is such a good documentary guys. Check it out. If you guys can, please. Uh, it really gives you a good history lesson of each decade it seemed like each decade you know it went from something that was like 
you can't even believe like it was a real thing, like cartoony characters that they were forcing uh, black actors to pretty much play these exaggerated characters to then, you know, all they could be was like pimps and hoes and stuff like that in the black exploitation era. And then in the 80s, was was anything any different other than you got the one black character that was always a sidekick and getting killed off every, you know, by whoever, whoever. And in the 90s is when it started to change a little bit. And that that's for me, at least the time that I remember is the late 80s, early 90s of horror. Um, but once again, I wasn't old enough to kind of grasp the meaning of, 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 of that they, that they had a formulaic, you know, Hollywood had this formula until I got older after high school mm -hmm. and I started really thinking and I'm like, wow, why are they doing it like this? And why was there only one black character? I mean, at that time we didn't have, you know, we didn't have really Hispanic characters or, or, or Asian characters. I mean, I think one Friday the 13th movie, they got like one Asian character girl, but like it was. Oh, I remember part eight. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jason, Jason takes me ahead. Yeah. You know, that's one of my favorites too, even though it gets yeah, shitted yeah, on. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, it, 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 you start to think, man, like what, what is really going on? You know what I mean? And, uh, but it is, we're getting to an era where, where we're seeing that focus uh, with the spotlight on it now. And not only just like goofy characters, but like more relatable characters, like down to earth, smart characters and stuff like that. Cause this is, these are people that we deal with on a day to day basis and stuff. That's why I always wondered like, why would they write these characters like this when I've never met a character like this in real life? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So it, it just really makes you, do. yeah, it really mm -hmm. makes you think. Um, but I think we're in a good place. Like you said, Jordan Peele, you got a couple other directors that are definitely trying to change, change the game and, and, and uh, bridge that gap, especially amongst the younger audience that doesn't even know how it was like 30 years ago, 40 years ago uh, for cinema oh, and, and black actors and whatnot. So we're here I to talk about it today. Yeah. 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 I asked this question too. Why do you think they wrote the, the you know, like black characters like that or, or, you know what I'm saying? Or people of different color. You think they, they just thought we were disposable you know yes. what I'm saying? So, oh, this character is disposable, but this think, person yes. over here is more important in society. You know what I'm saying? So this person should win. Right. You know, for, yeah, for lack I, of a better I word. absolutely think so. What do you think, Trevor? I think it's um the times are changing in, in society now, especially with what we see going on with in the country with um African Americans getting you know innocently innocently killed. I think Hollywood has consciously made an effort to, you know, put, you know, African-American actors and actresses at the forefront of these, not just horror, but in, in all genres of filming. And I think um, especially horror, because we've seen so many, you know, classics that don't have um, prominent African-American actors and actresses in those films that they made it a conscious effort now to, you know, let's make better horror films with these prominent big name um, African-American actors and actresses. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. So it's once again, we're getting we're getting a shift. Um, I think even one, in one part of that documentary, I was watching the horror noir. They were saying that they treated black actors like a piece of furniture, just something like in the background, you know, or the help or right. whatever. And when you hear mm -hmm. like being described as that, like that, that, that it's, a, it's probably got to be a shitty feeling. You know what I mean? So it's like and we haven't tra traveled that or at least people of color have not traveled that far when it comes to you know cinema or the entertainment field. Um, I still think there's a lot of stereotypical characters out there, like even in modern films where I'm like, okay, if you're trying to make smart movies about characters that you, you that you're supposed to be either leaders or, or you respect, you got to throw, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to stop with these stereotypes. Like this is not like a, a parody movie. And a lot of these ones nowadays, right. 
you could tell the writing was not by either a, a, a person of color or you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was right. it was done by like a, yeah. by, by a white person. So um, and it's, it's kind of hard for me to say, too, because a lot of the movies that I grew up with that I think are great were written by white people. And the characters right. are black actors or whatever. So it's like, it's one of those catch 22s, at least with me, where I'm like, well, do I dismiss those movies as not being accurate because they're big white directors? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, how do you guys feel right. about that? Right. Like, growing up, you know, I know Tribro, you grew up on a lot of movies in the 80s and 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think about that? Um, well, I don't, uh, I don't really want to make it like a, 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 a racial thing. I, I just feel like, we, we we have classic films that didn't really have our people in it. Yeah. But I feel like now more than ever, we have a lot of good movies that's, that are coming out more with our people in it so that we can see like, yo, like, you know, uh, we, we don't always have to be killed. Like I said earlier in the first five minutes of a film, like we can be the hero of, of that film at the end and, and, you know, end up killing the villain. And, and, you know, I don't really know what it was. I, I think maybe Hollywood was, racist in the past and like i said like with society changing now and it, it, it's really a long time coming i i see it. i think now we see the the results of it in hollywood where you see um you know black actors and actresses getting nominated for oscars from good films you know what i'm saying that that wasn't a, a thing back in the 80s and 90s and i think is we've made progress but yeah. it, it's not going to happen overnight it's going to take a lot more years and, and i like where it's going yeah no that that's one thing i 100 percent agree with you it is going to take time because I, I see people on probably the worst platform ever uh twitter you see people on twitter just going mm -hmm. crazy it's like uh you know things need to change but they want them to happen now and when you say things like right. you know it takes it does take time a lot of people don't want to hear that because yeah. you know i mean we're only on earth mm -hmm. a limited amount of time you know uh you want to see change right. happen right away especially if it's changed for the good um because yeah, I do appre I do appreciate these stories told in a, in a in a you know in a smart creative way. That's why like I love to take a chance with, especially when it comes to horror, like with indie horror, because I think that some of these smaller studios get a little bit more freedom than with the big you know big Universal right. or whatever whatever have you, where they're like we just want big actors in in the forefront, or we want a story that we know is going to make make us money. You know what I mean? And then you usually have like a really bad movie for the fans, you know? So. Yep. Yeah. And I also think, too, that um, like 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 some like 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 some of the, you know, some of the um, cliche or movies from the 80s um, to call out in particular, they didn't know how to write black people. You know what I'm saying? They just didn't. They right. kind of were ignorant to the fact. So they kind of looking at the stereotypes. Oh, like, OK, well, this is how. You know what I'm saying? They should act, and you know what I'm saying. This certain situation. Hey, Jive Turkey, and, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. So yeah, and, yeah. and that's what we were uh, represented for a while. But like, um, that doesn't have to be necessarily true all the time. Uh, Scatman Scruthers in The Shining. He was just a character. You know, you didn't really. He was right. black. Uh, they brought him up in the movie as a black. I think they said mm -hmm. the N word in the movie. You know what I'm saying? But he was just like yeah. a character who just had this ability. You know what I'm saying? This just happened to be black, but. He was also happened to be the first, first black person and the first person to get killed in the movie <laughs> right. as well. You know what I'm saying? So and the only person to really get killed in a movie too. So, but like, and I that mean, was I still think he's a good world character. Uh, yeah, touching on that movie, The Shining, by the way, that 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 didn't even happen in the book. He didn't die in the book. Oh shit! Damn. So I they wrote that, that into the movie. At least that's from what I from what I heard. Uh, <laughs> Stanley Kubrick wrote that into the movie. 
Um, so there was a lot of, there was a lot of changes and revisions and stuff that happened, but I know I, I totally get what you're saying. Cause yeah, Scatman Carruthers yeah, was chilling. Was... He was chilling watching, you know what I'm saying? He had his black Afro with the, the, the girl with the big titties out and he was like, <laughs> and he had to go up to that mansion, you know what I'm saying? And see what's going on with the kid. He got stabbed in the chest with an ax. He had the shiny. Yeah. That one. Like, damn, I liked him. He had the shiny in his shit too. Mm -hmm. Some ice cream duck. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good segue, guys. Let's get into our top picks. Um, kind of just did a little intro. I just kind of like uh, the history of uh, black cinema, black actors, especially in horror movies. Once again, um, so you guys, if you guys are in the chat, please drop some of your top black actors or, or even like producers, directors, uh, actresses as well. Um, I was <clears throat> for my list. I, I will just say it was tough. For me to uh, uh, pin some, uh, pin down some uh, actresses. Did you guys have any actresses in your list before we get into it? I have, I have actually have two, uh, about well, I got one on my top five, and then I got like three honorable mentions. Okay, perfect, perfect. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I just got to do more watching of movies, man. When it comes to it, to be honest. But um, all right, so let's go. Who wants to go first? Anybody want to volunteer to go first? Yeah, yeah. What we doing? Honorable mentions. I'll go first. Yeah, let's get let's I'll get an honorable mention in uh, Charboro. Yeah. All right, um, I got Holly Berry and Gothica. Ooh, and someone just met uh, Amanda, the book thief in the chat. She just said that too. She said Holly Berry and Gothica was probably my favorite. Also, like Denzel and the Bone Collector. All right, so let us I'm know about uh, yeah, let us know a little know about uh, Gothica with Holly Berry. I I thought she had a, a great. It was like really the first time I saw Holly Berry in a horror film. And I think, um, like the whole, it was very scary, and just the whole, um, the 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 girl that was um killed, and you know her spirit came back, and she was like haunting Holly Berry's character, and, and I just thought it was a great film, and, and um, you know, for Holly Berry doing a horror, I always wanted to watch it and do more horror, but I I think that's one of her best performances that really doesn't get a lot of mention. Yeah, great pick. I gotta, you know what? I gotta rewatch that man. Um. So what was the premise again? Just real quick, it was uh, you said uh, uh, someone was haunting it was, her. It was um, it was it was a dead there was a dead girl that was like her spirit was like haunting Holly Berry, but she was she was haunting her like giving her clues on on um why she was dead, like why she got killed oh, or whatever. Okay, and and well, right, but Holly was like she thought she was being haunted like for the wrong reasons, and but um I enjoyed the film. I thought the film was was great. Okay. I do remember watching that one. I think they played it a couple of times on TV and I caught like bits and pieces of it. Yeah, good, good pick, yeah. man. And plus Harry about Halle Berry's fine yes. as hell still. Cute <laughs> oh, yeah. reviews. For sure. Oh yeah, I'm giving I don't know mention it's gonna be a female as well, too. I'm okay. going with Lapita Lawango from us. I loved oh, her damn good. performance. You know, yeah. us, you know what I'm saying? Maybe not the best Jordan Peele movie ever. You know what I'm saying? But Lapita Luongo's performance was awesome, both as a doppelganger and as her regular self. And um, just when I see that beautiful skin with that tear coming down, or, she, or when she's talking like, I have rabbit. I was like, she's scared the shit out of me, bro. You know what I'm saying? So like, yo, <laughs> Lapita Luongo did that performance, bro. She, I think she's like better than mm -hmm. the movie. Sometimes you, know what I'm saying, you get um, actors that are actually better than the, the actual film, and I, and I think that's uh, one as well. I think it's a very underrated performance by Lupita Nyong'o, and um, yeah, yeah, and she's lit beautiful. That skin, can, like I said, can cure COVID. So yeah, I'm going with uh, <laughs> Lupita Nyong'o. <laughs> beautiful man. Um, all right, very very cool. Um, 
I think, uh, oh, I got to disagree too. I, I think out of the trilogy of Jordan Peele, for me, uh, Us is, is so underrated, man. It is so it was, underrated because yeah, we just re, yeah. we re, re, like rewatch. What's that? I say I like it. I don't give. I oh, love yeah. all three of his movies and shit. But it, but when usually people talk about like us, it's like the one that's um that they kind of put at the bottom. I don't know or nope or nope nope is very controversial as well. No, yeah. I feel like out of the three, us is right in the middle of of just like a more realistic horror movie because it made me. Think, I mean, I'm not saying that aliens are real and stuff like that. But the, the doppelganger, uh, just to think that that could be a real thing is a possibility for me. And at the, I don't know if you remember at the beginning of the movie, it said like there's all these underground tunnels, like hundreds of miles of underground That's tunnel. Right. Yeah. And that yeah. shit is for real. That's right. for real. Yeah. So we just built on top of them, right? And I know, I mean, Triborough, you know right. that, there's, that there's all kinds of tunnels that people live in and shit under New York. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. That, that made it even more scary for me um yeah, and when so. they we are the performances of dual characters was just something that kind of stuck in my mind and we we rewatched mm. get out and i really like get out as well and same oh. thing with nope uh nope was fantastic yeah. but it was it, i don't know there's something about us and get out that they're kind of the top for me but no that, that's yeah. that's a good pick my friend and i had that on my honorable mention too lupita nyango oh, nice. yeah, yeah 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 no problem no problem sorry i didn't mean to take yours you know like, no nah, no nah, you're yeah. good man uh, take it <laughs> we got it we got to put a spotlight on these characters man on these actors get out too. is the goat though get get out is the goat man like come on bro that screenplay like you can't oh god on, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 can't yeah. beat that. that yeah all right so my pick is one that you just talked about uh it is scatman carruthers in uh the shining um just for the simple fact nice that picks. you know uh only black character pretty much in the movie um you have uh i mean besides okay. that dream you know the the woman on the wall the woman you're talking about <laughs> but um he <laughs> had the shining and when he was connecting with the uh, uh who's the little kid's name um danny, ben? Right? or danny danny i'm sorry i think yeah, his danny. name is ben in the movie right or I'm sorry, Ooh. no, Scatman Crows. Who's Ben? What am I thinking of Ben? I'm sorry. It's, oh, ben, Halloran. Ben His name is Halloran. That's who okay, it is. Okay, damn. Halloran. Sorry, these characters, a lot of these names are hard to uh, remember. Um, but when he was connecting to Danny in The Shining, um, it it just seemed so real. Like, it just seemed like they really had, like, a telepathic uh, connection. And I really yeah, like that. By the way, that's a movie that Dr. Sleep for me was a great follow-up to, to The Shining. Mm -hmm. Like, that... You don't get that many good sequels, bro. Is, uh, <laughs> you don't get yeah, that many yeah. good sequels, but um, Scatman Carruthers, oh, just yeah. his performance was great. I thought he, you know what? I, I know he did get killed off, but I thought he lasted a good long time. And I think, mm -hmm. I mean, come on, bro. Jack Nicholson was going, he was trying to kill everybody. So yeah. he, just, yeah. he unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, he, he unfortunately got in the way. And yeah. if it wasn't going to be him, it was going to be the wife or who, it was going to be anybody, dog. Like, it was going to yeah, be really anybody. anybody. Uh, yeah, but everybody I, was moving it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's only like four characters in that movie or three or four characters in that movie. And then, so, right. but I think he was, he was a strong character. Um, and I like the, you know, the telepathy aspect or the, or the, the shining aspect of the movie. So, uh, all right. Can, what I, you can, got, I, can I elaborate oh. like, like on that one real, real quick about Scatman Scrubbers? I'm just going to say this real quick. What I love when they were in the kitchen and he was talking to the parents. And then he looked at Danny, and then he's like, "Hey, Danny, he just, want some ice cream?" And that's yeah, why that turns like that. Talking about it, like, damn, that was such a good, uh, <laughs> sorry, telepathic. You know what I'm saying? Scene. I just love that scene to right. death. So yeah, Absolutely. yeah, great pick, man, Scatman Grubber. Sorry to uh, interrupt. Oh no, you're good, man. Go ahead, uh, Triborough. Go ahead. 
right. Uh, so we actually doing the top five now, or is another uh, honorable mention? Did you have any other honorable mentions? I only had one. Yeah, I have so. um, Brandy and I Know What You Did Last Summer Part Two. Never, bro. <laughs> I hate that yeah, thing. Right. <laughs> really? That <laughs> wow. You know, okay, let me, before you get into it, hold on. Oh, uh, so the only reason I say that is because Jack Black with his dreads, bro, fucked up that whole movie. Smoking a week. Yeah, yeah like, that character was so stupid, but I did, li- I did yeah. like it as a sequel slasher movie, but I'm sorry, go ahead, bro. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but I would say, like, if you think about it, she really survived the whole film, you know, and, and her boyfriend uh, played by, um, Makai Pfeiffer, uh, he got yeah, killed off. Yes. You know, so she, that, that's why I picked them. Like, cause Brent, they, like, this is like in the 90s when a, a lot of our, uh, uh, you know, actors and actresses were getting killed off and she actually survived, mm-hmm. you know, part two. So I, I, I wanted to, like, give her honorable mention. And I got uh, Kiki Palmer, like you mentioned, you know, nope, I thought she was um, great in that uh, film. And okay. uh, Morgan Freeman in Seven. Oh, yeah. why did I forget about that? I mean, that is. Damn, would you call that a horror movie, in. though? Uh, uh thriller. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, much a horror yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yo, it's I have a crazy horror. story about that. Great so, pick, God dang, <laughs> bro, that is an excellent movie too. <laughs> yeah, I just so, watched that last yeah. week. Yep. yep. Oh shit! So we had this whole thing. Did you guys have drive-ins wherever you grew up, or nah? Yes, you know I did. That's my favorite place. Yeah, you know, that's my favorite place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So drive-ins. When when did uh, Seven come out? Was that ninety six, ninety seven, some or was that it was earlier than that? Ninety five, ninety six. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I was like not uh, nine or ten or somebody, but we used to go to this uh, this drive-in all the freaking time, and they had a double feature. I still remember it, man. I want to say it was was it Nutty Professor? It was a comedy. It was a comedy movie. Let me see what the Nutty Professor came that's out. Right, that's right. So it's ninety five when Seven came out. Oh, okay. So maybe right. it wasn't Nutty Professor because Nutty Professor says ninety six, mm-hmm. but it was a family friendly mm-hmm. movie that we all saw. <laughs> right? We were you, you. You know how it goes. The family friendly movie first, yeah. like at seven p.m. Uh, whenever the sun went down. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. 9 p.m. kicks, you get the, you get seven, right? You get the real so, son. Yeah. So we had the, you know, the, the seats down in the back, or whatever. We were all, the, the you know, we had the little uh, blankets and shit, their snacks. And, uh, you know, our parents were like, you guys need to go to bed. This next one's going to be scary. And I'm over there with the blanket up like that, looking yeah, through the right. window. And, you know, you get a little, <laughs> you get a little speaker. You put it on the, you put it on the window so you can hear what's oh, going yeah. on. That's that mono. Oh, That's that mono. Oh, you got one? <laughs> You that's talk about a this right sound. Here? Oh, bro, that's the one. That is the one. <laughs> if wow. you guys are listening, Q, Q actually has the, oh, I love yeah, the, the speaker that they use at the drive-in. Did you steal that from a drive-in? An old drive-in or what? I, well, I think this is from the drive-in I used to go to. Somebody at work gave it to me. From It's called the Fort Wyoming. So these are from like the 50s or whatever. They sound like complete, complete shit, bro. Complete they shit. Sound, but like, but, but, but yo, but like back in the day, listen to E.T. and the horror movies on yeah, this bro. shit. You would hang that. <laughs> yeah, you would hang that on your window, on your door or whatever. Yeah. And uh, you just let it ride, bro. And, and, and I still yeah, remember... Uh, seeing that first death of the big dude. Remember, it was Gluttony, the big heavy yep. set guy. And I, yeah. bro, that just stuck mm-hmm. out in my mind as a kid, and I rewatched it as an adult. And I'm like, this movie's still fantastic. It is still oh, fantastic. Yeah. So that's a good pick, man. Um, Absolutely. Morgan Freeman and uh. By the way, one of the best endings I've seen in a fucking thriller movie in a long like. Oh, in, yeah. my, oh, in, in my in my years of watching movies. Definitely. 
Uh, perfect, oh, perfect. Still, since we're everywhere, uh, better ending. Uh, seven or Saw? First Saw. Oh. Oh, damn. Oh. I, I took it there. Yeah. Huh? We lied. Yes, he also got Don, uh, Danny uh, Danny Glover in, uh, in Saw, too. Um, Ooh, Danny um, Glover in Saw. Yeah, great, great pick. Great honorable mention. There you go. What do you what do you think, Trevorrow? What a better better ending saw or seven? I, I gotta go with I gotta go with the seven. The seven ending was just crazy. Like, um, I didn't expect that end that uh, that twist. And I gotta go. I don't even remember the ending for uh, for uh, saw. I've been it's been years since I saw it. Yeah. Oh man, oh, yeah. I want to spoil it so bad for people right now. <laughs> if people, I yeah. mean, if you haven't seen Saw, bro, it was one of the biggest movies. But it's uh, you know basically the twist was that um. You know the guy laying on the floor and it was jigsaw the whole time and he was kind of like under a sedative right. and he he gets up mm-hmm. and he and he rips off like he had like a prosthetic yeah. like a gunshot wound on his head and and they were like just yeah. flipping out yeah so since they didn't right. make it in time uh uh well actually one of the guys made it he cut off his leg that was a big thing he ends up crawling yeah. out of there yeah but the other guy didn't make it so um he had a gun and i guess remember his leg was like shackled mm-hmm. so uh he uh, yeah. um a jigsaw hit him with the with the electricity on the on the shackle and the guy just kind of frying right there and he's like game over and just slams the door and the, the guy's like screaming uh lee one all the <laughs> yeah that was a fuck yeah. that was a good ending but you know what I, I still got to give it up to the um to the seven ending seven is good yeah both of them are, both of them are good i'm a, i'm a, I, to be honest with you i'm just gonna pick right now i, I I, I got saw by half a point, you know. What oh, saying? really? Oh, that shit was just yeah, yeah. When that music kicked in, don't, 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 don't. It was that, excellent. But like uh, seven, I had no idea. I didn't see it coming because like Gwyneth Paltrow was so sweet. She was cooking dinner. You didn't think <coughs> they were gonna cut her fucking head off, bro? Like what? Yeah, <laughs> like what? You didn't even see her head, but you knew it was going on. Like fuck. And that just yeah. seemed real too. And that 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 scene seemed real too because he just went up and popped a bow. That seemed like that is just like really happened in real time. So I got to give respect yeah. to that though. But like the most epic yeah. though is, is saw by a point. You know, don't be mad at me, internet. But like, you know, <laughs> if you see like the other one, I'm cool. We got we got Braxton in the building. He said, "Sup, dude? Another brother now in the building to give more black perspective." There you go. Oh, we appreciate yeah. it, man. Um, Salute. Salute. But yeah, that that look that Morgan Freeman gives him when he 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 sees that the head is in the box, he's like, "Don't don't come don't come over here, bro." Yeah, and then you get the whole you get the whole "What's in the box? What's in the box?" thing, you know? That's crazy. Oh, Oh. (laughs) I love it, bro. Because we all would have done it. We all we all would have shot that guy. Come on, let's be real. We all would have shot that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, immediately. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would have shot him. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been a question. He yep. would have got shot. That was part of his right. Yeah, everybody would have shot that guy. Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's Kevin Spacey. So <laughs> knowing, knowing him now, you definitely would have shot him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't need to see what was in the box. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, oh, Q. Who do, you, who do you got up next, man? Uh, a pick. Uh, for uh, top five or honorable mention? Whatever you want to. We'll, we'll kind of just all over the place. Whatever you want to do. If you want to give an honorable mention. You got it. Um, yo, um, I, I I'll just start off with my top five. I t- I start on my okay. number five. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right my number it. five. Um, I got my boy King K from Nightmare on Elm Street Three Dreams. Yeah. Take okay. that, motherfucker! 
fucking Freddy and shit. You know what I'm saying? He was going, he was so he was the first person, you know, and the first name on Elm Street, I don't think it was any black people in it. And the second one, they might have been extras, you know, because it was the party and shit. So, but that I don't think it was right. any uh black people in there. But then Ken K showed up, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit, we got somebody that looked like us that got dream powers that could fuck with Freddy, and he was talking shit. Right. Take that, you pussy uh-huh. face motherfucker! You know what I'm saying? Whatever he was saying, you know what I'm saying? He, he was strong he was too. As hell. Remember, he was bending the, bar, the 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 yeah, chairs and all that the shit. Bars and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was strong. Right. He was fighting Freddie and shit. You know what I'm saying? And he was he wasn't a bad actor too. So I was like, I, I was fucking with King K though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He represented us. You know what I'm saying? In a Nightmare on Elm Street movie that didn't have black people in Nightmare on Elm Street at the time. And he was the shit. And he right. survived Dream Warriors. You know what I'm saying? And he, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He beat Freddy. So much props to uh, Kincaid for, for beating Freddy. And um, uh, unfortunately, in Nightmare on Elm Street Dream Master, he was the first person to die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that was a bit disappointing because yeah, right I think he was a fan yeah. favorite. Like uh, um, yeah. after that movie came out. Um, mm-hmm. at least for me too, because I thought he was like he was just very memorable, and mm-hmm. someone to bring it to Freddie, yeah. bro, was like kind of unheard of. Like, because yeah. everybody was always running from Freddie, right? Right, so, right, right. They were right. running for Freddie. Like he, he was, was trying to bring Nancy. it. He he was he was definitely bringing it to Freddie. Yeah, Nancy wasn't afraid of him. Nancy, yeah, that's how she. Yeah, that's how she beat him at the end. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. afraid of you. Yeah. And plus, she had her, her home alone fucking uh booby trap shit for Freddie in real life. That was dope. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Kincaid. A fucking a dream. He was strong and he was going against Freddie. So that was the homie, bro. Shout out to Kid K. Oh, we yeah. always love you. R.I.P. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they brought Nancy. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad they brought Bancy, Nancy back for that one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she was a she's a great character. All right. Oh, she's great, man. Best cool. girl ever. So um I'll go next on my pick. Uh not really going in, in any order, but I have Fool. Played by Brandon Brandon Adams from The People Under the Stairs. And that's the kid actor. Fool. Remember Fool? I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. I think his name was. Yeah. I think his name in the movie was Poindexter. (laughs) They just called him Fool. He was great. (laughs) Great, great pick, bro. Yeah. So that's actually a movie we're going to be reviewing soon because um, Q was telling me, and I totally forgot, that Jordan Peele plans to remake that movie, right? Or redo Mm -hmm. that movie? Yep. Yeah, 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 I know Monkey Paul. Yeah, Monkey Paul is definitely producing. It, I don't know if he's directing. What is the deal with all these movies coming out saying that they're not remakes, but they are remakes? Because like the the new uh, Strangers trailer just dropped uh, yesterday, right. and it's it says I, I yeah. looked up the information because people are like when I when I watch the, uh, the the trailer for Twisters, people are like, "Yo, it is not a remake. Stop calling it a remake." And I'm like, "Why the fuck are there so much original?" Things from the original movie in the in the remake in this one. Then what? What do you want me to call mm. it? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, like either they call it a remake or requel or or whatever the fuck they want to call it. But yeah, they need to they need to figure out what they're gonna do. Um, yeah. I think this is a good pick uh, because a lot of people didn't see this, even though it was a '90s movie. What was? Do you guys remember '91, '92? This movie came out. That's a, that's a good one. I, I remember watching it because um the the guy that played the little boy he was actually on the Cosby Show. He played Rudy's uh mm-hmm. boyfriend. At one point. Oh wow, I forgot about that. Damn. Yeah, yeah, it's ninety one, ninety one, bro. Ninety one. Yeah. Okay, ninety one. So, yeah. Oh, so this was before Candyman. This was right before Candyman then, because mm-hmm. I think Candyman came out in ninety two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great, this was, great pick. Oh. Yeah, this was one. Um, once again, not. Mm, not necessarily. I mean, would you call this a horror movie? I mean, the people under the stairs are like, are they yeah. even? Uh, mm-hmm. 
uh, are they even like what what are they like I, uh, they're not zombies or something they're just like cannibals right or something yeah that just is the people understand they don't, you yeah. know what i'm saying they'll never eat shit you know what i'm saying they went yeah. crazy so that's terrifying bro they, you know it's still it's still <laughs> kind of it's kind of like in that realm of like a rob zombie movie where he'll make like the hills have eyes people or some shit you know what i mean like we're like mm -hmm. it, like like they're creatures mm -hmm. like they're creatures but they're still like human like they don't have supernatural powers or nothing like so. wrong, wrong turn you know what i'm saying like they, they, yeah. they're definitely horror movie like because texas chainsaw massacre is a horror movie you know that's true like inbred inbred people like you don't want to meet yeah but um the people under the yeah. stairs i thought was awesome because yeah. we're not just talking about black actors because we have we had ving rames in that movie too but we mm -hmm. we've ne we i've never seen meets. yeah me personally i've never seen uh, uh a kid black black actor like lead the movie he was a protagonist of the whole movie and that was kind of uh, that was unheard yeah. of, I think. I don't know. I mean, unless I, there's other movies out there like that around that well, time. Well, 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 I got to go back to the 80s. Remember Reggie? That used to be on Different Strokes from Friday the 13th, Part 5, New Beginning. He had the waves in his hair. And, and he, was yeah, right. he, yeah. but he wasn't like a, he wasn't the lead protagonist. Yeah. So. Yeah, but, I mean, no, he, he was he lived. I think he lived in that one. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh I mean, he, as far as living. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. No, he wasn't a lead protagonist I like fool. No, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. I still remember when he not. sees he when he when, when he sees Jason, he does like the the high pitched scream. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was so funny, bro. Um, but yeah, that's that, that's one of my picks right there. A fool from People Under the Stairs, and we are going to be re, uh, reviewing that soon, guys. So just look out for that. So, uh, Tribro, you got the next one. I, I got yeah, I got uh Tony Todd as a uh, Candyman. Oh, there we you know, go. Um, we were just talking about it. Tony on. Todd, man. Tony Tony Todd. That was a, a, a classic role for him. Like, uh, just part one, especially when he's like, uh, you know, trying to lure Helen over to to his side and, and, and Helen having like the premonitions and, you know, she she saves the baby at the end in the flyer and then she ends up sacrificing her own life for the baby. And, he, and I, I loved it. I thought his performance was great. Yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. crazy. And, and then um, we find out like later on, when they did the um, when they did the Candyman reboot, that the baby that Helen saved was actually the guy grown up, and he, he yeah. ended up be uh, becoming Candyman later. Let me yeah. ask you something, Triborough. Did you like the remake? No. Uh, the or not? Um, uh, I guess sequel, the sequel to uh, Candyman. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was good. It, it was like a soft reboot, like to people like to reintroduce the franchise for people that that you know maybe wasn't around at that time for the a younger audience. I thought it was a good um sequel. And then yeah. them, them connecting the dots of how, you know, Candyman's backstory and how he became Candyman. You know, he was a slave or whatever. And, and <laughs> I love the backstory for his character because we didn't get that in, in uh, part one, really. Me and too. I love it, that um, yeah. they, they connected the, the original one to the, to the new one. That was good. Yeah, yeah, it was some good writing stuff in there. It was it was some sloppy stuff in there too. Yeah. But like, 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 I was like, hey, but like, but I did love how they connected. Yeah, like the first story with the uh, current current story. You know what I'm saying? I agree with you there. That, that was like Smart what way. I liked the most about the, the remake. Um, Cause it was a lot of stuff that I thought could have been done a little better, but I didn't know if they were going to try to lead off on a sequel or, or with this new one or what, maybe they, you know, sometimes they just kind of give you the right. origin story. And then in the sequel, they hit you with all like, like the Halloween kills shit. You know what I mean? They show you with all the kills. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know, but um, did you guys ever see the sequels to Candyman back in the nineties? Like the actual, like Farewell to the Flesh. Farewell to the Flesh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see yeah, all of them. Yeah, 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 I see both of them. Yeah, were, yep. were those good I think or it was no? Only yeah. Uh, no. Oh damn! <laughs> I didn't care for them. <laughs> no, <Nah? laughs> no, not really. No, 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 no. Tony Todd's great. Mm. Tony Todd's great. Yeah, he was. He was good. Yeah. 
Because I heard yeah. in the sequel, at least the second one, that they do a lot of uh, um, a little more backstory, the lore of like uh, when he got his arm cut off, oh, yeah. his hand cut off, and stuff like that. Yeah. So I kind of right. wanted to check because yeah. I did pick up um, the second one. The fair, I think that's a farewell of the flesh. What's the third one yeah, called? Yeah, I think that was oh, Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. I think so. Let me. Let me yeah, because I just wanted to see. Um, because I got it on a good deal, and I'm like, I just I've never, and I really like this character, so I'm like, but I heard so many bad things about the sequels. You know what I mean? So um, I think I might give it a watch just because I want to see uh yeah, how far back they go with the with the story and whatnot. And uh, Candyman, yeah, another one. Good. Yeah, 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 another yeah. one that scared me as a kid, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bro, that was a scary ass fucking movie. Yeah. Candyman, get, get get out of here, bro. Bro, it, it was, was like one, one yeah, of, uh, up there, top top. You know what I'm saying? Ten scary movies and shit. That's a terrifying movie, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> It was different too. Clive, Clive really uh, changed the game with this shit because I mean he was used used to the Hellraiser stuff, so it wasn't your traditional, like uh, I guess slasher. It, like it was, it was a very dark tone movie. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like rooted yeah. in in some uh, you know racist pa- uh, history and stuff like that, and uh, uh, the backdrop as well as Helen's character. And it's like it it, it was different than your regular horror movie for sure. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you could feel the vengeance. You know what I'm saying on screen, especially with Candyman here. You know he's here for almost like 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 a demonic Batman or something. Like he's here for vengeance and he's here for revenge. And uh, yeah, and I think they uh, executed that well. Demonic that Batman, I like that. <laughs> yeah, Candyman was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like he was. That's fucking good. Evil. Oh, man. He wasn't really evil, but like you kind of like sided with him a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's Candyman. He's fucking cool, but like, yeah. why is he so fucked up? You know what I'm saying? And then you find out, you know what I'm saying? Um, they t- tell it a little bit in this movie, but I think in the second movie, they explore it more and they show his actual origins with the bees and stuff. That's, that's doesn't a really he cut cool off the, Doesn't he cut off a dog's head in the first movie? Or am I tripping? <laughs> well, that might be Michael Myers. No, no, no. He stabbed a dog. And so... I thought he killed the dog. I thought he killed the dog because one of the neighbors had a dog. One of the neighbors had a dog, remember? And, it, and she also had the baby. And you thought that she, he was going to kill the baby? Damn, you might be right, bro. I rewatched oh, it a couple years back, but I, I could have sworn he killed the dog. And I was like, yo, Clive, what the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, this is wild shit. <laughs> but. <laughs> All right, hey, I remember could, the. Uh, I could oh, be wrong he, about I, that. Yeah, Let me know in the I chat. I think he killed a dog in, um, in the original one. In the, in the original one, I think he did kill the dog. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I that because I remember yeah. that standing out and like you know people yeah, are, bro. Yeah. They're like, no, don't animals. don't touch animals in a horror in a horror movie and shit or, or, or in any movie. But um yeah, I could have sworn he did that. But uh yeah, you probably did. You're probably right. <laughs> Q, yeah. you got uh, you got a pick for us? Oh yeah, let's go. Um let's go to my number four. I was like my number four uh favorite black actor in horror movie cinema. Let's go with my boy uh Ken Forge from Dawn of the Dead, bro. Let's go. Now Let's you picking it. all my guys, dude. I, I, I didn't know I didn't know you were <laughs> picking all my picks. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I, I, I knew our picks was gonna be kind of similar, Joe, but I'm I got everything yeah. number four though. Uh Dawn, I, I'm just going to, any movie though. You can go with Ken Forge, you can go with big Joe Grizzly. From uh, Rob uh, uh, Zombie's uh, Halloween remake, I loved him in there. I'm 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 putting down an extra enchilada in here. It's gonna be a while, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then Michael Myers bust through the door. And he was like, "I'm Big Joe Grizzly, bitch," <laughs> and he got killed though. But he went out like a, a yeah. G, bro. Hey, that you was a saying? great ca- that was a great cameo by Ken Foyer in a, in a Rob was, Zombie bro. movie. Like I didn't think yeah, I would yeah, see yeah. his ass in there. 
It was great. It was great. Yeah, or from beyond, though. But, like, my favorite performance of his is Down of the Dead. Come on. He was big. He was yep. strong. He was, like, 6'5 and shit. Handling oh, yeah. the zombies, talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Had a cigar. Looking like a G. You know what I'm saying? Handling it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's why Ken Forge, you know what I'm saying, goes on my number four list. One of my favorite black actors in uh, uh, horror movie cinema, period. And a all great, star. cool guy. I met, I met him a couple times. And he'll just sit there oh, nice. and talk shit all day about the movies. Yeah, and Dawn of the Dead, it was like this and that and the other, you know. Yeah, buy me a beer. I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. Let's talk about it. And he's so he's so cool, though. He, as an actual person, too. So, that's why Ken Forge gets my number four. It's for Dawn of the Dead or all the horror movies he did. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember I still remember at the beginning when he when he when they bust into that um that project and it was like uh that racist ass cop that was just like shooting everybody for oh, no yeah. reason. He was just like blowing people's heads off and shit. Yeah, and I was yeah, like yeah. I was like, yo, someone stop this guy. And then Cam Cam had the did he have the gas mask on, right? Right, think, right, or, or right. The, yeah. Yeah. And he just boom puts a hole in this guy. And I'm like, God, thank God, bro. This guy was a fucking menace, bro. <laughs> yeah, hell? he was an asshole, bro. Like a fool asshole. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember, we were talking about it. In, uh, we were talking about how how the he goes, he goes. They got it better laid up in here, better than I do. And we're like, what is better than oh, living yeah. in the project? What are we talking about? <laughs> like, I mean, like, where does he live on the street? You know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, the project it was it was messed up too because it was all type of bodies in the basement and shit too. Like, what do you mean better than you? Oh, yeah, like, the project. This is the this is the hood. The hood, son. Yeah, they were in yeah. the hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna. I'm going to do a pick that I don't think you guys would have chosen. Um, or maybe. I don't know. But I'm talking about Tony Todd. Going back to Tony Todd in 1990s Night of the Living Dead. What y'all know about that Classic. one? Classic. 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 That's my favorite one. Uh, hell yeah. Thank yeah. you, man. We, so yeah. we got to bring yeah. you on when we talk about that movie because we are going to talk about it. Um, I feel like not a lot of people talk about um, the, the Tom Savini uh, remake. And um, it was more than just a yeah. colorized version of this movie. Like, to me, this movie is like 90s horror perfect. Like, it feels like a 90s mm-hmm. horror movie. It's like right on the, it's like 1990, right on the cusp of the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way it played out, yeah, the way it played out was just, once again, a memorable character. I forget the girl's name. Um, uh, that's supposed to be, yeah, uh, Barbara. That's supposed to be playing Barbara. Like her actual name, though. But um, yeah, that, uh, that actress uh, did a really good job, too. The way they kind of, it was somewhat shot for shot remake, but uh, it was just a more enjoyable one. You know what I'm saying? It's not like Psycho. Yeah. You know, like the, the remake of Psycho yeah, where yeah. it was like shot for right. shot. But yeah. it was, it just had a very good gritty 90s horror feel to satisfy like the gore hounds. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't, I mean, because mm-hmm. the black and white didn't yeah. really show anything too much, you know, but but back then mm-hmm. it was a big deal in the 60, uh, 68. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, they uh, showed some crazy shit on that one too. Remember they had the they was eating the flesh and the bones. I mean, for back for then, back you, then. Know, you know, absolutely yeah, yeah, for yeah, back yeah. then. Right, that right. was like a, like one. people were flipping out. I mean, remember like in Alfred Hitchcock Psycho, going back to Psycho, when just going like that with the knife, people were flipping out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was chocolate syrup. Yeah, yeah. And they just yeah. showed one cut. You just you know, they just showed the body like ew, ew, ew. genius by uh, Hitchcock, <laughs> though. But you knew the fuck was going on. Texas yep. Chainsaw Massacre doesn't have any blood in it. Think about that. You know, I know. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that someone mentioned that, and, I, and I, in my mind, I was like, "Nah." I, 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 maybe it was like the Mandela effect. I was like, "There had to have been a splatter of blood." And I went back, and maybe. you're right. They don't show anything. Like they show him grab a girl and throw her on the hook, but they don't show anything going in. Like it's no, no. It's all up to your blood. imagination. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Maybe a little blood here and there, like some splatter on the table maybe. or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, maybe, 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 but like, yeah. really, no. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, so uh, Brax, Braxton in the chat says her name was Patricia Tillman. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I thought everybody Tillman. had really good chemistry in that movie. Um, yeah. Me too. Me too. Me too. It was yeah. crazy good. Was we're we're going to be yeah. talking about that one in the future too, but. Uh, and the pacing and the pacing of that 911 day in 1991 was great too. And then like Tony Todd again, like the uh, 61, he just steals the show. And this is like, is this, bef- this is after Candyman or it's like right at the same before. time. Before. a couple of years Candyman. before. Wow. Yeah. Wow, before wow. Candyman. Yeah. Yeah, because I seen mm-hmm. Tony Todd and something before, but I can't remember though. I'll, I'll I don't think this is my first time. I'm, I haven't seen Tony Todd, but I, I don't know. I remember seeing maybe once before. Maybe that was the first time I ever seen Tony Todd. You know? Yeah. Hmm. This is very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Great, great pick. Great pick, bro. Yeah. Let me see. I kind of want to real, real quick before we get into the next one. I kind of want to see the the Tony Todd uh, resume. We get in deep tonight. Yeah, we getting deep. Uh, two. He's been in two hundred and fifty-two <laughs> movies, bro. That's like, yeah. He, I mean, he's not up there with the Sam Jackson or Danny Trejo That's movies, but he got, he yeah, yeah. He's got, he got a good resume. Sam Jackson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, is that voice. Wait a minute. He was in Platoon. I it says he was in nineteen eighty-six's Platoon as a character named Warren. Yeah. I don't remember. He must have been like a side character, so like a real quick. Cameo. Yeah, yeah, I have no um, idea. Also in a movie called Sleepwalk in 1986. Uh, it looks like he had small roles here and there, but he did a couple like little movie uh, projects, a TV series, and pro- he was in 21 Jump Street in 1987. The show. The show. Wow. The show. wow. Yeah, not yeah, not, not the one. Remember. Not the one with with uh, Channing with Jonah Hill. Ass not the one with Jonah Hill. <laughs> Imagine. Yo, and he was in Colors in 1988. Damn, I don't remember him at all, bro. He was so making I had to see him in 9/11 Dead. That had that that had to be it. How about Lean on Me with Morgan Freeman? I don't remember him in that movie. Okay, I don't remember that. I've seen that movie a million times. Bro, you gotta you gotta watch her. You you blink and you yeah. miss him. Yeah, you miss him. Yeah. Shout out to Tony Todd too. I played the Spider-Man game. He played the voice of Venom. Oh yeah. Oh, Remember oh, hearing shit. about that, man? Yeah, he was cold. I was like, shit. He was like, we are Venom. And it was fucking, it was fucking crazy, bro. It was like <laughs> way better than whatever they got the, the Sony made. Like, yo, that's the one. You know what I'm saying? Tony Todd is Venom. Yes, please, more. <laughs> man, you're a fool, bro. A Triborough, what you got, man? What what picks you got next? All right, I got uh, I got Le- Leslie Odom Jr. in uh, Exorcist Believer. Oh, I didn't oh. see that one yet. He plays oh, the father, yeah. right, of the, of um, the girl. He plays the father. Yeah, he he played a uh, 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 Victor and um, An- Angela was his daughter, and um, you know they him and um Victor and his wife took a trip to Haiti where the earthquake happened, and and um, um the mother was pregnant with Angela, and the mother unfortunately died, but. She um the baby still lived and she was basically a single parent raising Angela and then you know the the um the, the uh, Angela had her friend Catherine that was into black magic and they do the black magic in the woods and they conjured oh. up the spirit of uh at the Lamachu I think his name was the demon and um you know things went haywire but he was he was there for his for his um for Angela <laughs> like any parent would would have been and and uh, I think he really was the anchor for that movie like. He, his acting was great in that film. 
Uh, wow, well, thank you for giving me the backstory too, without giving me spoilers, because I don't. Yeah. Other than the trailer, um, I don't, I don't know much about the movie. I, I think once again, Twitter yeah. they they spoiled the ending for me, so I know there's another legacy mm -hmm. character that comes in. Um, mm -hmm. It's so weird because I got gifted The Exorcist 2, which people say is like the worst, the, the heretic yeah, is like the worst the one. Heretic, yeah. But mm -hmm. I really want to see The Exorcist yeah. 3 because they said it, it really picks up in that third one. It like, it's really good. It's not good, the Exorcist Q? 3, bro? Yeah. Oh, no. It's just, it got, I swear to God, it's I good. swear, it yeah. got one of the scariest scenes I've ever seen in my life that it just came mm -hmm. out of nowhere. I'm not mm -hmm. going to even spoil it. I'm not even talking yeah. about it. Okay, I just well, don't have to see it. Yeah. Let, yeah, me, yeah. let me ask you then. I always ask people this too. Do I need to watch part two to watch part three? No. No. <laughs> okay. There we go. That's a cop. Nope. I trust no. you guys. Yeah, yeah, you guys yeah, are yeah, horror yeah. guys. Mm -hmm. I trust you. I will. I will skip this part two. People are gonna hate that this I'm one, skipping three. <laughs> two, but, all right. One three. You can you can check this new one one out. And then is that, is that all there is? Three before we. Yeah. There's a TV show, no, right? No, there's a bunch of them. Is yeah, there a no, TV show? It was a. It was a TV show. There's Exorcist Three, mm -hmm. Exorcist the Beginning, right? Oh yeah, that's when they started making all the in the 2000s, yeah. right? Oh, mm -hmm. I, yeah. I, I won't. Not as great. Yeah, I, I already. Yeah. Come on, bro. We already know horror in the 2000s is not the greatest. We, I mean, we yeah, talked yeah, yeah. about that. Q. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to ask Trout Burrow. What do you think? Of, what do you think of the the, the newest Exorcist? Uh, Exorcist True Believer. What do you think of the actual film? I, I went to see it. I um, actually went to see it the day after it came out. I, I enjoyed it because, um, again, like it was it was like a soft reboot, but they connected the dots to the original one. And mm -hmm. and um, without spoiling it for Dave, that I, I you know, like I said, Leslie Odom Jr. put on a great performance. I think he was the anchor of that film. Without him, I think the film would have sucked. And I know people don't like it, but I think the acting and the backstory and and telling how you know Angela got possessed, I think that was good and. and they they were a lot of problems with that film too because they messed up on the editing and, and stuff like that. But mm. I think for the most part, I enjoyed it. I don't. I know, a lot of people don't care for it though. Mm. Yeah, I, I enjoy yeah. aspects of it too. But try you know, bro, I, you're, I, I, you're, I try you're a good salesman, man. I, I'm gonna be watching these movies that I keep hearing bad things about. So mm -hmm. <laughs> you're selling me on these because I believe that your your honest yeah, review on that. You know, yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check I, them I out. I mean, for, and, and you got to remember, this, like this is a franchise that. Everybody remembers the first one. It was classic. It's my favorite all-time horror film. The, the sequels were bad, like with the exception of part three. Part three is like a standalone film, mm -hmm. but they, mm -hmm. even with part three, there was a connection to part one. And and I'm not gonna ruin it for David. We didn't see it, so you got to see part three because there was a, a character that came back that was in part one. But mm -hmm. um, the, the other sequels were, were bad. You know what I'm saying? So I enjoyed the reboot. And, I, and, and a lot of the fans, the diehard fans, I think they were expecting something else they were expecting it to be classic oh. and it don't have to be a classic to be good right that's true that's true they're they're expecting the 1973 exes you're never gonna do that again bro yeah. are, you, are you crazy exactly. you know what I'm saying? like like that's exactly. like you know what I'm saying? like uh we're gonna uh make another jaws movie we kind of soft reboot you can't remake jaws son <laughs> it's done you know what I'm saying? That, that's it. You can't you can't do that again. It's been done. You know what I'm saying? Exorcist, you're not gonna have another right. demonic possession movie that's gonna come close to the Exorcist. They've been trying for years and years. You never you're never gonna do right. that. So respect that what it is. And then and then they can halfway make something, you know what I'm saying, good off the um uh, mythology of that, you know what I'm saying? Respect that and go for uh, for it with that. Like Rocky is great, but Creed is great too, right. you know what I'm saying? They 
they took the mythology and they respected yeah. it and they made something new and you know what I'm saying intelligent out of it that you can make a franchise off of it. So that's how I feel about uh, something like that, like you know what I'm saying a new Exorcist movie. Mm-hmm. Made a lot of mistakes, yeah. but I think they still have a solid I foundation agree. to make a, uh, more films off of that without you okay. know making them suck. Yeah. Well, they bought yeah. the damn franchise for what four hundred million. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah. they brought the rights to it, so they got to do something with it, right? Um, yeah, they got to make more. Let's take a little break, guys, uh, with our picks. We got some uh, 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 kind of picks in the chat right here. So, Braxton's dropping a whole bunch of them. I don't know if you guys are watching the chat, but he says, mm-hmm. Alvin, Alexis, and Night of the Demons, 1988. You guys remember that character? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, I, I, I know we lied, bro. Bro, you pulled this boy up. <laughs> Uh, this dude, I think the demon comes after him, and he'd be like, "Oh no, you won't get me, bitch!" And he like run out, <laughs> he run out and jump out of the window, bro. It's the funniest clip you have ever seen in your life. He was like, "Oh wow. no, bitch, you won't get me." I don't. You know what? I don't think I've even seen <laughs> this movie. I, now, I'm looking at the picture. I don't. I don't remember this movie at all whatsoever. I don't remember this guy. What is he wearing? He looks like he's wearing like that. Um, like a cloud. That out- <laughs> bro, he looks like he's wearing the outfit uh, from Superbad. Remember when they're clowning him? He said he looks like Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's his name? Uh, oh. Uh, oh. Oh. Uh, McLovin. He looked uh, like McLovin. McLovin. Remember McLovin. he had a little vest McLovin. on. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You look he looks like, like that, wow. but um, yeah. he also said uh, Michael J. Pagan in See No Evil. Have you got? Oh, is that the the movie with Kane? With Kane, yeah. Oh my God, bro! Did you like that? I like that. I movie? don't remember. I don't remember that character though. See No Evil. All right, let me pull this up really quick. Okay, I do remember this character. Yeah, it was kind of like a like people that were trying to get like their their um. Like their sentences cut off or something. Like they were in jail. They were from jail, right? So they had to go into this like house of house of horrors from Kane. So okay, I just remember that movie not being good. So that's probably why I don't remember it. Yeah, Uh, Braxton. I don't remember. Uh, Braxton also says LL Cool J in Halloween H two O. What y'all think? Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't. I remember. I remember him being in there, but I don't remember what he. What he Bro, was I doing. think he was a security guard. Wasn't he? Yeah, 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 he yeah, was security. Security guard. Okay, that's okay. about as far as my knowledge goes on LL Cool J on that movie. I, I think it, he I lived get... in that movie too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he lived in that, movie, but I don't remember yeah. his performance too much. Now, I how about holding a gun like that? Now, how about <laughs> Tyra Banks and Buster Rhymes and Halloween Resurrection? Oh wait, I know. Danger, aim it out this motherfucker. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Nah, he ain't with that. Um, Troy Burrow is not with that pick. No. Nah, uh, Buster. That, that that whole scene, that whole scene where Buster's like trying to like uh, fight Michael Myers, that was so cringe. I was that was like a cringeworthy <laughs> like scene ever in, like, in a horror like, film all, all time, bro. You know, bro. What I mean? Yeah, the, yeah, it was it was bad. Like, yeah. I, I have a question. How did that franchise? How did the mask, the mask of of Michael Myers, just progressively get worse over each movie? It got so bad. <laughs> and then, what's yeah, the I one where they use CGI? Yeah. Was it the Halloween H two O? His like mask of CGI I, in one of the scenes. You guys remember that? It got to be H two O. It was in a dark yeah, scene, like they were in, yeah, a, I remember that one. in a hall or something, and they show his face, and it looks all shiny because it's CGI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was I bad. think the worst the big old cutout. <laughs> The worst mask of Michael Myers is like like five. I don't know if y'all remember five. I think it was called the Revenge of Michael Myers. 
Oh, that five is really is, bad. Yeah, it's atrocious. But resurrection, it, they try the to make it look scary, but he, he had like like a mascara on and like <laughs> low key mm-hmm. lipstick, and his hair was like weird and shit. It wasn't scary. It's was like what the fuck is that? Shit. By the like, way, I'm showing it on screen. If you guys are watching on YouTube, yeah. I'm showing all oh, the clips man. of our picks. You guys got to watch the YouTube, please. Oh my um, man, watch the replay yeah. or something. But uh, yeah, Dangertainment. Uh, Dangertainment. And it, you know her bank. Remember, she was like, she had the microphone and she was like putting her booty up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trying to fucking uh, turn the shit off and shit. And then Michael Myers stabbed her in the, in the throat with a tripod. I was like, yes! I, she was terrible. I couldn't stand another five minutes of Tyra Banks on screen. I love the look at her, but I don't want to see the bitch act. I'm sorry. The, the only thing I can com- the only thing I can commend that movie on is that they took an idea that most likely someone in reality, like reality TV in real life would have took because this is a height of like reality TV, right? So of course someone would take that like a ghost adventures and try to make it into a show and shit. It's just that the execution, the kills were really bad. The acting was atrocious, bro. It was the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. And then, you know, kind of like, I still know what you did last summer. You got Brandy, They, they started bringing on uh, artists that were that wanted to be actors, right? So you got L Cool J and stuff like right. that. You ha- and then you busted rhymes and Tyra Banks. Like uh, it, it was just like I don't know. They were shoehorning a lot of people in that 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 couldn't act. I mean, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I ain't gonna even lie though. Back in the day when I seen the movie, but when I knew Busta Rhymes was going to get Michael Myers, I was kind of geek. Because it's like, oh, it's Buster Rhymes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Go get Michael Myers. Did I see the movie? It was like, oh, <laughs> that shit didn't work at all. How about Dave Entertainment is a fail? How about this one as an honorable mention? Kelly Rowland and Freddie vs. Jason. You're not even. You're not even scary. Oh, yeah, you got these little knives, and Jason got this big old thing. I was like, bro, bro she co- I'm, Kelly I'm, Rowland. I'm not gonna say yeah. it, but she calls Freddie the F slur. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> Look that clip up, bro. I was like, yo. Was she was wilding. <laughs> yeah, and she's been yeah. in the news. She was in the news lately because her damn uh Tyler Perry movie dropped, and I heard that shit is horrible as fuck. Oh yeah, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we might watch it. Yeah, have you seen it, Trevor? No. Boring. I I haven't seen it. It's on my watch list though. Oh god. I watched it. It's boring as shit, bro. It's it's not like really bad, bad, but it's just like boring and shit. Bro, how does Kelly Tyler looks nice? Wow. How does Tyler Perry keep putting out these movies? He's like printing money at this point, but I don't I don't know how. Yeah, and I and I heard he stole a movie too from somebody else. Like, how do you steal a movie and then make it even more boring and shit? You know what I'm saying? You got and t- and Kelly Rowland is beautiful. She's beautiful, bro. Like Kelly Kelly's yeah. beautiful. And her acting is is not that great, <laughs> and Jeez. the movie's not that great, bro. You know what I'm saying? If you want to fall Dang. asleep or something, yeah, yeah, watch that one. It's on Netflix right now. You yeah, we saw the nice. we, we saw the we saw the trailer. The premise looks so stupid, bro. It looks so dumb. It looked like a life like a lifetime. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. B T exactly. B T plus uh, movie. Uh, to be yeah. exclusive. Yeah. If you want to watch the good exclusive. one, watch what <laughs> watch Fall from Grace. That shit is so bad, it's hilarious. You see me, I did the review on that. Grace? Which one was that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yes. That that, that one's notoriously bad. It got um Claire Huxville in it too and shit. Oh, Fall from so Grace. Good. Hold on, let me look it, it up. <laughs> I did a review on it. I don't know if you ever seen oh. it. It's like my favorite review. 
This oh, might we my did see, ever. Yo, we did see this one from 2020. We saw it a couple years ago. This is like the older oh, lady man. that um that falls for the young guy, right? Or the young guy like takes Wait. all her money and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please just tell me you watched my review of that one. Please uh, tell me you watched my review. I, I'm not trying to like plug. I'll my have review, to rewatch it. Review, and so I, I'm gonna send I gotta it to watch that. I'm gonna send it to both of y'all, bro. Like I had I so do, much fun doing that review. <laughs> I forgot that's that's what it was called. Yeah. Oh yeah. my. Oh boy. God. I, Tyler I, Perry. I, I get into it. Yeah, I get into it. I love that review, and I'm man. not trying to like blow my own horn, but like it was so <laughs> ridiculous that i had to do it but like th th this movie is nowhere near as fun as that one this was just boring yeah just tyler boring. perry needs to make a horror movie man i think he could i, I think he could write yeah. something like i mean he's already writing a bunch of thrillers and dra dramatic films and stuff like that i mean unless he's yeah. doing like medea shit but like i think he's going like the route of like drama uh thriller it seems like it's that's like it's forte so yeah why not why not just throw like a little horror element in there or something or a slasher sure. or something you could do it yeah. I, I mean, they're almost like that yeah. anyway. You know what I'm saying? With some of these plots are so fucking ridiculous. Just throw a little, throw yeah. a little slasher element in there, Tyler Perry. Yeah. I don't mind. I, I want Tyler Perry to keep making movies. You know what I'm saying? You know Get what he could. You know what he could remake? Like a movie like Fear with Mark Wahlberg. Do you guys ever see that one? Fear. Yep. 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 I that's that. a very, that's that a good. very simple premise wow. of like a stalker, mm -hmm. a obsessive stalker. He could do something like that. I think it's an easy premise. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Braxton says he already did Medea's Halloween one and two. Oh, shit. I forgot about those. <laughs> that is a horror movie, huh? I didn't see. <laughs> That's funny. All right, let's get into the next one. Um, so we were talking about Exorcist Believer. Uh, Q reviews. What, what do you got next up, man? Oh, yeah. So my number three pick. Um, I'm gonna go with the black guy from the original Night of the Living Dead. Um, oh, Ben, because du um, Dwayne Jones. Yeah, yeah, Dwayne Jones. Because at that time, yes. I remember. Um, I think I've seen a couple zombie movies before, so I didn't. I, uh, I was late to watching Night of the Living Dead, and then I seen this black guy. He was just like, you know, what I'm saying, totally in charge. You know, what I'm saying, not not like on purpose. Mm -hmm. He was just trying to survive. You know, what I'm saying this whatever was going on, this zombie apocalypse. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? He was calling shots. You know what I'm saying? This acting was good. And then you got that super asshole that was down in the basement that had a sick <laughs> daughter. And you know what I'm saying? And you're like, yo, I'm boss up here. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you, you can. You're the boss, boss down, down there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit like that. And I had never seen a black guy in that role. You know what I'm saying? Just demand the screen to be as powerful as he was in that role at that mm -hmm. time. And this is the '60s. I'm, you know, what I'm saying I'm not. I'm old, but I'm not around in the '60s. But when I seen that in the '80s, I, I haven't seen. Um, a black protagonist, you know, especially in that leading role at that time, uh, command the screen like he did at that time, especially in horror. I I just have never seen that until like freaking Jordan Peele, I would want to say, you know, or yeah, no one know, really. I, 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 yeah, yeah no, no one really. It was no really strong lead black protagonist until almost now. You know what I'm saying? So. This was That's a huge number two shot. Spot. Yeah, this this was a huge. That was a great pick. This, this was a. This is also one of my picks too, but this was a huge talking point in that in that horror noir uh, documentary where this happened. Th this came out the exact same year that Martin Luther King Jr. was shot. So wow, there, there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, uh, civil unrest going on around that time. Uh, also, the ending of this movie it, it it's one of those things where you're rooting for this. Uh, not just for this group of people, but you're rooting for the the lead protagonist, and then for him. Sorry to spoil it, guys. He gets shot 
whether it's an accident or not, you can't feel like gut, like a gut punch of like, yeah. yo, this guy was, he made like, it, oh, but then, but then dang. he didn't, you know what I mean? So, so I like, God, yeah, it was, um, and they kind of went like that with the remake, by the way, since we were talking about the remake. Uh, if you guys remember, uh, Tony Todd does play um, uh, Ben, and he ends up getting bit instead of... What do you, what do you guys yeah. prefer as an ending? Do you prefer him... I mean, it's kind of morbid to say, prefer him getting shot or getting bit, but like, what do you guys think yeah. is a better ending, I guess, out of those two? I'll try, bro. Uh, ben getting bit. Because, cause, I mean, like he he lived up until he got bit, and then... You see, like, his eventual turn when everybody else was dying around him and, like, the little girl, she had gotten bit. Yeah. And and he wanted to kill her, too, when when her parents uh, went down in the basement with her. And, and I think that one was was better. Okay. Mm -hmm. What you think, you? Yeah. For me, yeah, for me, I think I, th I think the one uh, Triborough is speaking of is more noble. But the one that yeah. happened in the 60s, unfortunately, it's more real. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Uh, unfortunately. And I think it, it's, it's a more powerful statement. You know, it's fucked up. It's the most fucked up thing ever. But I think it's a mm -hmm. more powerful statement. And I think um, storytelling-wise, um, it works just a little bit better for me. I love the other one, too, because he comes out the house these days like, oh, man, well, he tried. But, like, this yeah. one, he had one. He had one. He was out of there. We were with him the whole time, and then he just gets shot. And then the guy says, another one for the fire, boys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nobody gave a fuck. I was like, also that another hurt. thing yeah like i agree with both of you guys by the way because yeah for horror movie sake him changing was was pretty crazy but then him also getting shot had like more of a a social um commentary impact and then yeah going back to that ending where he says another one for the fire boys and they show those they show those pictures where it was like the lynching photos pictures and it, yes. and it was like it was a very like scary way to end the movie with the credits and shit because it it just reminds you of like all the old photos that you see from the south and shit and then right. you know just a lot of things that were going on evil that were happening around that time and it's a social commentary yeah both both very good movies um but yeah Dwayne Jones uh Night of the Living Dead man great pick great pick all right so so I have one maybe not lesser known because Q and I have talked about him already a couple times. But my pick is going to go to Miguel Nunez as Spider from Return of the Living uh, Dead. And uh, he's also as Demon in Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. Yes, sir. So uh, the reason why I like him, um, uh, he's in one of my favorite movies. I mean, Return of the Living Dead, we've talked about it. It's like one of my favorite. That's kind of like when the comedy, but not so comedy, was happening in horror movies, where it was like unintentional comedy was happening. Like whack, like kind of wacky shit. I mean, you know, remember Q, we were talking about, do you? want a party you know that whole shit <laughs> and they were coming out of the grave just a skeleton and shit it. it was it was very funny um but at the same time he was a character i mean no one no one lived in that movie you know spoiler no one lived in that movie but he lasted up until the end he didn't get bitter or anything like that um i just thought he was in a group of of a lot of different characters you know everybody kind of had like you know either a couple punkers you had something that that looked like a like a new wave kind of music look uh and then you had him who was kind of like kind of like punker too like he had you know but he had like a little rick james thing going on as well Jerry um Curl, yeah 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 and i i liked yeah. i liked the intensity from him too when he was when he was like realizing like people were coming back you know from the dead and stuff like that. i remember there's like a scene where he's arguing with the um 
not the was it the mortician or the embalmer and the guy's like mm-hmm. get it together and the guy starts slapping him like that like to yeah, calm yeah. him down he <laughs> was just like that was a real slap by and the way he took those slaps so i was like yo yeah and jerry jerry curl juice was everywhere too across the <laughs> across the <river. laughs> I remember that shit. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's a. Uh, uh, by the way, let's not forget that he's also he was also Juana Man. <laughs> he, that's Juana Man for sure. Yeah. That is Juana Man. I never saw it though, but they always used to show it on TV. Um, I never seen Juana. But Man. he was in a lot of movies in the '90s, and like I said, uh, he also played Demon in um, Friday ooh, Part Five, ooh, I think it was, and yeah, it was a very was short. Awesome. Yeah, the ooh, ooh baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Very, very small role. Yeah, he got yeah. like a. But, but, but how cool he was he right? though? He had the van. He had the van. I think he had the baddest light skin <laughs> chick in the Friday Thirteenth uh, uh, franchise, bro. Whoever that girl was, who was like, ooh, <laughs> she was fine as shit. I don't even know she got killed too though, but she was bad, bro. And I was looking at nineteen eighty five, like yo, Demon got it together. That was Reggie's uh, little cousin and shit. Like Demon got his shit together though. I want to be like Demon. And then he had his, <laughs> he had his, he had his van and everything. Life. He was he was yeah. living life. Yeah, yeah, he used some good Angelatis, but they had to come out, and then, you know what I'm saying? That was it for Demon, though. But like, man, man, I was pissed when Demon died, though, too. I was like, damn, y'all can, yo. But he probably had to shoot Return of the Living Dead, because I think they were probably uh, shot around the same time, because um, part six with Tommy uh, was right at the same time, and then he was also in Return of the Living Dead as, you know what I'm saying, the right. uh, one guy. Yeah, so oh, that's just not shot around the same time, yo, yeah. Absolutely. Shout out to Demon, man. He was a G. What, what a great... um. Honorable mention. I love that guy. And a great pick for you, by the way. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Try Burrow. What you got, man? All right. I got um Danny Glover in uh, Predator 2. Oh. Slept on, too. I got to say, slept on sequel. Yeah. A lot of people don't talk yeah. about that one. And, and he, he played the lieutenant, and this is, like, set up, like, you know, Los Angeles, and, you know, he, he's, uh there's, like, mysterious killings going on, gruesome killings, and he's on the case and he's going after the predator and you know, he, he wasn't, he wasn't um afraid of, he wasn't afraid of the predator, you know, and, and, you know, he, he had to like adapt to what was going on and, and, and try to outs- outsmart the predator. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he had help from a, a Gary Busey's character in that film. And, um, oh, I forgot he was in that movie. <laughs> you know, I, I liked it because it was like, he, he was on a hunt for the predator and, and he didn't have like the big, you know, uh, uh, you know, weapons and, and shiny weapons like the Predator did, but he made do with what he had as, you know, just, you know, using his brains as a cop. And then, you know, um, when when we get towards like the end and he actually defeated the Predator and then like on, on the ship and then you see the other Predators come out and they hand him the, um, that, that, uh, that pistol that's been used and that's like a part of the, the Predator lore. It's been in the, the novels and the comics and they hand him the, the, uh, the pistol because he, Defeated one of their own, and I like I like that ending for Predator Two. Mm. Okay, that's a good one. That's another one I have to revisit too because I I totally forget that pistol part that you're talking about. I just remember that it was more. Yeah. You had a lot of subplots going on. You had the Predator killings, but you also had like the um was it like a Jamaican gang or something, some kind of like yeah a uh, uh, gang they, that yeah, they were like a drug gang. Like they were like running the streets of Los Angeles here. Yeah. Yeah, and they were getting killed off by the predator, and um, he was investigating these murders. And I mean, this is around the the lethal weapon time, so he kind of fit perfectly in this role. And I mean, right. now to think about it, I mean, he 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 was like a he's been a cop like in every single movie like of his career for the mm-hmm. after <laughs> after lethal weapon, I want to say. Or when did when did the color purple come out? That was eighty. That was eighty four. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Was like, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so right when Lethal Weapon yeah. hit, that that must have been kind of like, hey, this is my role. Like, I'm too old for this yeah. shit type of stuff, you know? Every movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, he was too old for that shit at 40 when he played that role. You know what I'm saying? He was only 40 years old. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, <laughs> hey, that's a great pick, yeah. man. Predator Two, once again. Um, yeah, that's great. Another, I would have never ever did that one. That was a yeah, that's pick. one that I only saw once, and then I and then I think I saw it a couple times on TV. But I got to revisit that because I do have it in my collection. Uh, I always go back to watching the original, and then um, I seen the other one, oh, wow. uh, Predators. The is that the one they go to the Predator Planet. I've seen that a yeah, couple times. Fishbone. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's yeah, one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then I saw me, I saw Prey a couple of times. Do you, so do you think let's just let's just speak on Predator really quick. Do you think this franchise has legs because they plan to do more more Predator sequels? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You Definitely so? because I, I enjoyed Prey. I, I like the the um you know the backstory with the Appalachian um the Appalachian um Indians and having a female lead this time. Mm-hmm. And and they already knew how to kill and, and how to hunt. So it was like a, a match where you got a predator, a, a predator alien that was hunting, and then you had like he comes to their their home, and then they're the ones that they they're getting picked off, but they also know how to hunt and how to kill. So it, it was a match, and I love the storyline. And I think they could possibly do that where you, you just put the predator in like different you know time periods. Maybe you put him in like colonial uh, a colonial time period. You put him in like maybe the the wild wild west. And, and see what what you can make out of that. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I do too. I, I agree with Triborough. I think uh, yeah, Predator franchise now does happen uh, have legs. I think Prey, um, the success of that movie uh, does lend to that. I do have a, a issues with Prey, a ninety pound woman being a uh, <laughs> a ancient, uh, you know, what I'm saying brutal predator. It just doesn't make any sense. She can't. This thing is bred to fight since a child. Yeah, you know, like a child, child, right. and it's like nine feet tall, and she's gonna beat it right. up. You know what I'm saying? Like Sarah Connor <laughs> was a great woman protagonist. Right, but she can't beat a fucking T one thousand by herself. It's just or a well, T eight hundred. You know, this is where you got to you got to use this, man. You got to you got to start setting up mm-hmm. traps and stuff like that. You you may right. not physically be able to because I know she's hitting him a couple of times, but she's also like jumping over him and stuff. She's like, it's I I totally right. understand what you're saying. Like I know this sometimes <laughs> it could feel like Charlie's Angels. I get it. No, I get it, bro. Like you're like how can he how can they flip around? But when they start adding, like, you know, the elements of, like, setting up traps or just thinking ahead of the yeah. Predator, that's when it becomes a little yeah. more realistic. But if they go hand-to-hand, no, I totally agree. Like, it, it, it kind of yeah. sucks you out a little bit. Uh, yeah, she's because... beating him up. Like, she's, like, fighting him. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger was, like, the best of the best of the best of the best. And he still had to do traps and shit, you know what I'm saying? They even come close to defeating the Predator. And then Absolutely. he had to go hand-to-hand right. combat at the end. But, like, you... And she did the same thing. Like you're not gonna like, go hand in hand combat with the, with this fucking thing, are you? I don't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> that's just me, though. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I know. I know. No, I think I, I think a lot of people said that as well too. A lot of people said that as well. Yeah. Uh, how about since we're on the Predator topic? How about Alien versus Predator with Sanaya Lathan? I like that one. So someone just brought that, that up in the chat. Decent. By the way. Yeah, I, I thought you, it, when I started it was different because like it was almost like the the predator was helping Sanaa Lathan's character and we never saw him as a, as a, as a superhero. So yeah. it was kind of different to see him actually helping her out. But like in the, in the grand scheme of things, you understood why, because the, the real villain was, you know, the, um, the Xenomorph. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I honestly don't even remember that movie, let alone the sequel. Right. So I, I, 
Yeah. Uh, you guys have more thoughts yeah. about it. Than she, me. she was just basically trying to escape from the, all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't right. like, going toe to, toe to toe with these things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you know, right. that's what I, I remember she, about that. You know, And she's bad as hell. I'll tell you that. Cause I'm looking at these pictures. I'm like, right. Jesus Christ, bro. Uh, I'll, I'll watch did. it. I'll rewatch it again. <laughs> Hey, she actually is an animal. She actually is an animal because she bit Beyonce in the face. For real. Wait, what? In real life. Yeah, she bit Beyonce. What do you mean, bro? What are you talking oh, about? <laughs> she bit Beyonce in the face. She never heard of this shit? No. Yeah, she was at a party. Yeah, yeah. She was at a party <coughs> with Jay-Z and Beyonce. I don't know if she was drunk or not, but she actually <laughs> bro, she... bit Beyonce in the face. And I think T- Tiffany Haddish said some shit about it. Like, yeah, that really happened. Oh yeah. man, she must have been. She must have been on something more than just being drunk. I don't know. But I've been <laughs> drunk. Never that. wanted to do that to somebody. <laughs> she was on that xenomorph. She was like Beyonce. You're just everything. You're so everything. Ah! It bit her in the fucking face. She Mike Tyson them, huh? Yeah, yeah. She, I, I'm wild. She she a, she a little wild girl. Yo, I, I don't mind. That's it. funny. That's funny. Yeah. I don't. Oh, all right. Let's get to the next pick, man. I'm like, not because I really want to deep dive into what you guys are talking. I have not seen, heard of this, but um, oh, yeah. who who do we leave off on? Was it me? Was it the did I Try Miguel? Burrow, no, Miguel. Yeah. Okay, Burrow, yeah, no. yes. She, she bit Beyonce in the face. Yeah, yeah. That's that's true. That's a true thing. That's the ultimate. That's the ultimate right there. Yeah. <laughs> Try Burrow. What you got, man? I, I did um Danny Glover. I, I was the last one to do. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, yeah. I already. I'm already flipping out. Oh yeah, because we started talking about Predator. All right. So Q, what you got? Man? Oh, I got my number two. Then yeah, I got my boy uh, uh, Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out. Come on, bro. Ooh. You know I gotta go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know I gotta go. Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out, bro. You know why? Because all right, now we got our first real protagonist. You know what I'm saying? And this, yeah, I think this is one of the um. Best screenplays wrote in the last fucking 30 to 40 years would get out. You know what I'm saying? Every it's, it's like on everyone's mind, too. You know what I'm saying? Black people, white people, and in and, and the same situation. You put us in this situation, and then the story starts to unravel, of course. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to spoil what happens in the movie for people who haven't seen it out there. But I've been in these type of situations before. I think we all have been as black people. You know, um, you know what I'm saying? Going out to... Um, an unfamiliar place and they want you to fit in, but you don't quite fit in, but you know, um, and they really, really, really want you to fit in and, and you don't quite feel there. You know what I'm saying? And then when you see somebody else that reminds you from a place and where you came from, you said, oh, in Detroit, where I'm from, we used to go like this, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what up? You know what I'm saying? And we, we passed by, but then get out, you know what I'm saying? Yo, what up though? You know what I'm saying? But like they were all, their mind were gone and shit. So I thought that was, you know what I'm saying? Brilliant. And this is how I would act in this situation. That's what I like, how Jordan Peele writ the, written the character. You know what I'm saying? Like the smart shit, like putting the uh, cotton in the ear uh, in the ears when the girl was doing the tea thing. So, you know what I'm saying? So he can get away. You know what I'm saying? This is how we would think. And he barely escaped with his life if it wasn't for your boy from the TSA. Uh, he was great, too. Um, <laughs> but yeah. like... Uh, but uh, but but damn, Daniel Kaluuya's acting, and you know what I'm saying. And, and, yeah, yeah I, I still got the original poster in there right now, and they got that tear that comes down like that. Yeah, and yeah. that tear was just real, bro. Like you can't you can't really fake that. That's like pure 
thespian acting right there. And Daniel Kalula's uh, career uh, character was written a uh, great, great movie, all time classic, up there with The Shining. So um, yeah, I got Daniel Kalua and Get Out. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how real black people would act for real. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, you know? yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that's why I got him at number two. Also, too, the right at the beginning of the movie when him and his girl are talking and he's like, did you uh, tell him I was black like the parents, you know? And she's like, no, why should I? And it's one of those things where you're like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a black person, but it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it is a, it is going to be a big deal to them <laughs> yeah. insti instinctually, insti instinctually, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I mean, we found out she had different ulterior motives, like at, at the end, she was a whole different person to him. But um, just writing like that is very clever to throw in there for the audience that could relate to it and be like, yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, also, right. the whole the whole uh, intro part of um, what's the guy's name? The one that got his mind turned. I forget the actor's name. He's from uh, Atlanta. Keith, uh, Keith David. Keith David. Yeah. Not no, Keith no, no, David. Not Keith uh, David. Uh, Keith Stansfield. Yeah. Keith Stansfield. Yeah. Keith Stansfield. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's talking about, like, he's like, oh man, I'm in this, like, crazy suburb. You know what I mean? Like, not knowing, like, y not knowing, like, your familiar surroundings it can be terrifying. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I think, like, little, the little nuances, the little, the writing yes. and stuff like that for people to be like, like, I, like, I'm engaged with these characters. I'm engaged with the surrounding. That's what makes Get Out so great had a shoestring budget too com i mean comparable yeah. to like everything what was like four million dollars and it grossed like hundreds yep, of millions yep, of dollars yep, 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 for, yep. for uh people forget that this is a blumhouse movie too because it's so good <laughs> you know right. uh because uh, most Absolutely. blumhouse movies it's it's kind of hit or miss you know right um yeah but i think this is a very mm -hmm. successful one just because the social commentary and, and and the it was just very well executed even though it had the uh, um comedic elements from uh uh uh, what's his name? A uh, real, real, little uh, uh, real, Terry. Yeah, little. Uh, yeah, 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 little real, little real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. He he's super funny as a comedian too. I've seen him on a couple podcasts yeah. recently. But uh, so when you can add dialogue of like, oh, I know a guy like him. You know what I mean? Like a friend like mm -hmm. him or something like that. Like yeah, it's very relatable. Right um, but mm -hmm. great pick, bro. Um, can, all right. can I ask you this real question? I'll be real transparent. I'll make it very quick. Um, okay, I, I dated a white girl at one point, right? And um. I'm gonna be transparent. So like, all right. So like, we're go she invited me to Thanksgiving dinner, right? And I go over there, and the food was like stuffed top stove, and you know what I'm saying in a box, and everything was from the uh, a box, and everything was nasty. And um, in in my family, you know what I'm saying, uh, in a black family, you know, I don't know if you, you know what I'm saying, you know, but like. You know what I'm saying? They cook everything from scratch like three days before. Turkey, macaroni mm -hmm. and cheese, fried chicken, uh, fried yep. turkey, regular turkey. The the whole nine. It's just like a, a, the feast, like the feast in, uh, they did in Goodfellas in jail and shit. You know, cutting the shit with the razor, liquefying it. That's how we eat and shit and shit. I went over there. I was like, <laughs> bro. Whole different way, huh? Where the fuck? Where 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 am I at, bro? I, and then after that, I never talked to her again, ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, this is it. Bring, that I'm was a deal up. breaker. You know, that was a deal breaker. Is, is, am I wrong for that? Wow. Like, hey, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I like. I think you know we were in a like not serious relationship, but like it, it could have been like a little serious. I was like, hey, you know what? You know, we're from different two different parts of the world and then this part of the world don't agree uh, does that make me i don't know if that makes me racist but or prejudice but like i, I just couldn't fuck with it <laughs> i mean and i was out i was it out. just uh, it just sounds like you weren't feeling the food i don't think that's really racist but how long yeah. are you guys going out for 
Just curious. I don't know. At this point, um, it would probably have been about four or five months, six months or something. Okay, that's maybe not I bad. just want to fill in a pull. It, yeah, maybe want to pull. It she was... said some stuff too. She told me I wasn't like uh, other black people too, and then I was out. You know, what I'm saying like you're different. Oh, that's like, that's kind of yeah. Enough. That's even worse than the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like what, what does that mean? You're not like other people from Detroit. You're like what the fuck? What you? What the fuck are you talking about? That yeah, I, that's like, kind of like a red flag. Yeah, 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 and I, I'm not against interracial um, um, uh, uh, dating or whatever, but like I was like, hey, man, I didn't like that. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, just an uncomfortable like situation. I, I would I say uncomfortable. I, I think for me, I don't, I, I don't think it was wrong to break up with her. If it was over a year, like you invested like over a year, maybe you can like kind of like, okay, you're just seeing the family for the holidays. Like that's not the food that you normally are around when you're with right. her or whatever. But yeah. uh, it, four, I mean, four or five months. That's not that bad. That's not that. Not that serious. Five or six months, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey. Oh, the months are going up now. Six months now, you said? Yeah, maybe six months. Maybe six. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just I'm being kidding. transparent. I'm just being honest with you. Yeah. No, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. All right, but I got a pick, bro, that's going to, that might, that might be the king of all picks right here. I'm talking about Wesley Snipes and Blade. Let's not forget that one. Blade. That was a good one, yeah. Like the first Marvel movie, bro. I mean, I'm not talking about Howard the Duck. I'm talking about to me, this is the first Marvel movie, bro. <laughs> you know? You right. You right. What do you guys think, right. man? That's Fucking a classic, right. definitely. Yeah. That was that was like early, like early Marvel before it became like a thing now. And I think uh people appreciate the early Marvel films like that. And they have like a black um, you know, prominent actor, you know, play of a, a, a vampire hunter and the special effects were great. You, um, you got Steven uh, Stephen Dor- uh, Dorf in, um, in that film as well, and yeah, he that was, was a great a, uh, film. He was a pretty he was a pretty good villain too, and I didn't really mm-hmm. know yeah. a, a lot of his work to be honest when I saw this movie, and I was like, damn, this guy's kind of crazy because he's he was like the new blood, bring you know, no pun mm-hmm. intended, bringing it to like the old school vampires, saying like you got you yeah. guys' time time is up, like we're we're the new breed right. and shit like that, and and uh. I think he was a half breed too, because they were all like the OGs, like born from like real bl- pure blood, and uh, that right. was the whole big debate. Is that like they were they were they had been bitten, you know? So, um, mm-hmm. and then they got Blade on their ass, and then also let's not forget too that uh, his co co star was a black woman as well that was helping him along the right. way. So that was a big deal too right. to see uh, in cinema for a Marvel movie, mm-hmm. I guess you know. So Lion Latham was in that movie, right? Uh, or yeah, she played his she mother. Played she played his mother. mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you're right. I forgot that was her. Yeah, oh, fighting. Yeah, she's always fighting. She always got teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she got bit, and and he became a half uh, a half breed. But in some weird, you know, twist of fate, he became a daywalker. But he still craves blood. I thought that was like the greatest, like like the greatest power, but also like a like a um a gift and a curse. You know what I mean? Because you gotta mm-hmm. still consume right. blood, but. Like his his outfit just looks so cool. He had the best tech, like uh, thanks yeah, to um, yeah. his buddy Whistler. Definitely. And I was like, yeah. "Yo, yeah. this!" Like I wanted all hell these yeah. weapons that he had. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah! And Wesley Snipes' physicality in that film, he was fucking. Oh. He was like, "Oh, yeah. yeah!" This was you peak. Th- I think this was like peak Wesley because in the nineties he was killing mm-hmm. it. With these action yeah, movies yeah. and shit, yeah. so right, yeah, he was killing mm-hmm. it. When he came back with Blade. You know what I'm saying? That was just like the grand opus of his. You know what I'm saying? Of his physicality. This is pre John Wick, by the way. So like, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And he's a martial artist, so it's like you know that that uh that all helps and stuff like that too. Someone in the someone in the in the chat said uh or Braxton said the black cast in Vampire in Brooklyn. So what do you think about uh, uh Vampire in Brooklyn versus oh, Blade? Who who thinks who thinks winning that one? 
Blade. Nah, Blade, Blade is winning that. That was and Blade was a better film. Like when you when you look at Vampire <laughs> in Brooklyn, it was I know it was Wes Craven, but I, I think there was like an issue at, at one point between him and Eddie and um Eddie. I think uh, Wes wanted it to be like horror and and Eddie wanted it to be more comedy. Yeah. So they, so you could tell like a lot of the jokes they hit in that film, and but it, it but it wasn't it was like a lot of the dialogue was corny too, but it was still like there was some horror aspects of the film. Mm. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'd never seen a vampire in Brooklyn. I, I just, I just saw it I in that the documentary yeah, I was telling you was, I watched before this, but um, I didn't even know it was it's very Craven. forgettable. That's crazy. Yeah, it was, yeah. Was crazy. yeah it's, it's very forgettable. Um, it's one mm-hmm. great thing with Eddie Murphy. Like uh, he walks into the church and they have to have church outside. I think that scene is hilarious. Other than that, the film is kind of forgettable. You know, even yeah. Angela wow. Bassett's in there too. And I think she makes right. a great looking vampire. You know, she got the face of a vampire. You know what I'm saying? Like she got the features that, you know what I'm saying? Right. You believe she's a vampire. She's absolutely beautiful. But like, it's mm-hmm. just a film that I, I I just think just doesn't work at all. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even with Eddie Murphy, um, he had the coldest lace front I ever seen. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the movie just didn't work. Yeah. Now, how about this? Yeah. This is the pick from the chat uh, Aaliyah in Queen of the Damned. I love you remember that one. Yeah, yeah. I never saw that movie. What was that one about? Vamp- vampires as well, or? Yeah, it was the sequel. Yeah, that was with a vampire. You see, interview yeah. with a vampire, right? No, I never seen but, that. One. But they made they made um Lestat was like a rock star. He was like a like a big rock star in that film. Mm-hmm. Who who was? Lestat. Lestat. He Rick played uh, Tom Cruise. You never oh. see Interview with a Vampire, Dave? No, I never seen it. Oh, that's a great one. That's who, a who's great, in that? You said one. Tom Cruise and who else? Brad Pitt. Yeah, I was in a. I, I don't know if you remember this when we talked about like uh like the, our favorite like horror creatures and stuff. Vampires like at the bottom on my list. Like I like mm-hmm. I like uh Fright Night and stuff like that and 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 Blade oh, and stuff like that. But for some reason, I never really gravitated towards like the vampires. Like I watched the old school mm-hmm. Dracula. It just didn't do it for me, bro. Like I, I just not mm-hmm. a fan of that stuff. Right. You know. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Interview yeah. yeah. with a vampire is a good one, though. You know what I'm saying? I think it's very well directed. Very uh, great storyteller. Stan Winston did the special effects on that one too. That that are spectacular. And I think mm-hmm. um, I think Tom Cruise steals the show. And then and yeah. Brad Pitt mm-hmm. is excellent as well. I think he plays his part. But like like Lestat as Tom Cruise, he fucking. I think he should have nominated for a fucking uh, uh, best support acting role. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, right. it's a great tale. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how it stands up today. I haven't watched it in about 10 years, but Interview with a Vampire is great. And then um, Queen of the Dam was the sequel. And yeah, oh, Lestat yeah. was like a rock star. He wasn't as nowhere near <laughs> as good as Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. But Aaliyah was kind of actually great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From the the dialogue and the stuff she was giving she was she you know she did her Aaliyah thing she always moved like this and shit the rock you know the boat she, she did the rock the boat yeah the rock the boat yo she, mm-hmm. she always had her stomach out and she looked great too she looked oh, yeah. great i thought she did uh excellent yeah. as queen of the damn the movie wasn't great but I, it had the best soundtrack fucking ever with like yeah. corn and shit that shit was fire oh so, damn uh 10 out of 10 uh for the soundtrack but like the movie is like it eh. but like Aaliyah was great so hell yeah yeah so I, I okay hell yeah hell yeah all right i'll have to check that one out i mean especially interview with the vampire um, yeah yeah that's good yeah, yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of oh you know which one i did catch that i actually liked was the clive was it clive barker's vampires did he come out with a movie called vampires yeah but that was with uh with uh um james james uh what's his name james uh-huh. woods no not james woods, james yeah, woods yeah. In there. yeah i, I think i did and, see um, that like on hbo in the early days yeah, yeah. James was in that, and, and uh, uh, Stephen Baldwin, I think it was. 
Yeah. Oh, one of the yeah. Baldwin brothers. Been, yeah. 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 That remind yeah. me of the near like that near dark one too with uh Bill Paxton. Oh, with the Bill Paxton, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a pretty cool one too. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Who who's up next? Because I'm going again sidetracked here. I don't remember. Oh, I did Blade. So uh uh okay. Triborough, what you got, man? All right. Um I've got uh Jada Pinkett, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Damn, I thought you were gonna say set it off. That's like a horror movie. No. <laughs> uh you say quit oh that, that was a good hey that was a was that the one before the other tales from the crypt movie because they came out with two right bordello of blood yeah, yeah uh, bordello of blood was after that was after demon okay. demon Knight was and, good um yeah demon Knight was good and and you know it was like uh it, it was it, they had like some some blood some like blood something with blood it was like some blood am- amulet or something that they it was these creatures that came out at night that for whatever reason they 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 didn't want the blood amulet to be in the hands of the demons and they all went to like this deserted like hotel or something and they had to stay there to like um sunrise yeah and you know you had uh billy zane was in that um william sadler was in that and um i, I thought it was a good film it was slept on you know back in the day when it came out and 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 uh, jada pinkett actually survived till the very end so she was like one of the last characters to, um, to survive. And when everybody else died off, they gave her like this blood, you know, amulet to um to to hold. And um I I, I believe she she came out of there, but she was like one of the very last ones. And, and um you had a uh, CC CCH Pounder. She was also yeah. a character in that, but she, I think she ended up dying in, in that own film also. But it was a I good remember, film. I remember she got like. Did she get like her arm cut off or something, or blasted off or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her arm cut off. Yeah, that's Ooh. right. Hey, that movie was gory as shit. I like that one. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, I remember how bloody and gory that movie was. It was like awesome. I was like seeing it at the theater, like this shit is awesome. I had no idea. Like, who who knew this shit was gonna be this bloody? You want to tell me this shit? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, was a great pick, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah, C C H Pounder, man. I always remember because I was I always thought that name was so wild. CCH Pounder. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking it was at different. Yeah, it was different, but she was actually really good in that. What other movies is she in? Because it's one of those, like, I recognize the face, but I don't rec- recognize the movies that right. she was in. She must have been in a lot she of older lot, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Q, what you got, man? You got any more picks? Yeah, I got my number one pick, I guess. You know let's saying? go. Let's, let's, let's go with yeah, it. Yeah. I got one more, too. And then we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, jump to the more. chat. I'm, I'm, I'm going... I'm going Tony Todd Caney, man, son. I'm going Tony Todd Caney, oh, yeah. man. Original Did we already do that? Huh? I mean, somebody picked it, but this is, this is my number one. <laughs> I thought one. Tri- I Tri- Tri- Bro, did you pick that? Yeah, I, yeah that, that was in my top five, though. That was my top five. Okay, okay. We'll talk, we can talk <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I just got him as number one because um, it's a black horror movie icon. You know what I'm saying? We haven't seen yeah. that. Uh, before, I mean, I think before we had Blackula from the 70s, from the exploitation movie. Yeah. Um, that's a little bit before my time, so I was never into, like, uh, Blackula. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, when um, coming from Freddy and Jason and seeing Tony Todd step on, uh, upon the scene and his fucking, um, the gravitas that his voice brings, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. when he talks, when he speaks, and they amplified it in the film. I think it's just that, that iconic film when you see him in the parking lot and he's standing there, you know what I'm saying, with his hands behind his back in that coat. He just demands, you know what I'm saying, uh, your attention, the way he speaks, you know what I'm saying? Right. That would make it terrifying. That's another, I, I, I think 
the movie is excellent. It's an excellent movie. But he, I think, again, his performance is almost even better than the fucking film and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when he has yeah. Helen there, and, you know, and then he has the dirty, nasty hook, you know what I'm saying, behind her head and pulling it, you just believe it. And and he's Damn. terrifying, bro. He's one of the most mm-hmm. terrifying uh, horror icons of all time. He's up there with the Freddy's, right. the Jason. He's better than Ghostface to me. Um, 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 he 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 he's up there with with, with Pinhead. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, if we go going Clyde yeah. Barker, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he's up there with Pinhead. I don't know who's. I think Pinhead, you know, uh, says crazier shit. Like we have eternity to know your flesh, but Candyman has some. Pretty good one-liners, though. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and he's a black horror movie icon. If we're talking black horror movie icons. Um, I have to pick Candyman as number one. Tony Todd. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Number one. Uh, all right. So, last but not least, for me, it's a movie. Surprisingly, we have not talked about yet on the channel. Q knows I have a poster back here. You can't see it on screen right now. But I'm talking about Mr. Sims, Clarence Williams the third, rest in peace, his soul. Mm. In oh Tales from the Hood, brother. It, that was good. That's a good yo, one. I love That's Clarence. I love Clarence Williams the third, man. Um I love him in this movie that nobody really talks about. It's called Hoodlum. I, mean, I don't know if you've seen that one, uh Trevor. Yeah. yeah. Andy yes. Garcia. Um very, very good gangster not. flick. But like the movies that I've seen him in, whether it's smaller roles or like I mean, this is kind of a smaller role, but it's like an intertwining. I still think that this is one of the the better, if not the best, horror trilogy because it was stories that wrapped around perfectly. Because Q and I, we watch all the the new VHS and all this shit. It never intertwined. Mm-hmm. It never seems fluid, bro. It just seems like right. directors submitted, you know, shorts mm-hmm. and they just made it into a movie. That's not to yeah. me how anthology should be it's not like a creep show it doesn't wrap around you know what i mean there's like no wrap around um and i think that i saw this at a very very young age it came out in 90 was this 95 95 95 95. so i saw it i want to say right when it came out but like to vhs so around 95 96 and um it just it just stuck in my brain with like once again the realism of like a lot of the street stories uh a lot of the social commentary and this character was scary as hell. Uh, Mr. Sims, played by Clarence Williams III. And, you know, spoiler yeah. alert, you find out he's the devil at the end. And I, it was perfect. Yeah. I mean, the CGI was bad, but it was it was, it was was a perfect um, wraparound to these three characters. You know, the the shit. You know, classic yeah. lines like yeah, that. You had to say it. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. You had to say it. <laughs> You'll be deep. In the shit, <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell. I love it so much. I love it. And so you can much. tell that Clarence uh, was was definitely like tra- <gasps> like well trained. Like either he went to school for it or 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 brought or like a, a player. I don't know. I don't know his background. I'm just mm-hmm. guessing. But you could tell that he was right. definitely uh, had acting training. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And it just it just makes me appreciate his uh, you know his legacy of movies um, and to have fun with a movie like this because you think about it in your resume, you probably go out for some serious roles, but to be asked to play the devil in a, in a, in a trilogy, like, uh, I mean, not a trilogy, uh, what actually there was a trilogy. Didn't they make th- tales from the hood one, they, two and three and all that? Yeah. Yeah. I hated They're the sequels, real. by the way. I don't know. You guys have thought I, I like fucking hated, I fucking hate them, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't good. They were not good. I didn't see three. No. Yeah. They, uh, oh God. But, um, Shit. why is it so hard to make an anthology movie now? Like a little, you know, 
stories that 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 seem fluid like this i don't know why is it so you, you would think Great it'd be question. so easy i don't know right i mean I, like getting back to vhs i like the first one when they had like the um the short first story the with, with the siren the girl the girl with the wings and yes. they made they made a full movie out of that though but it wasn't that great oh wait did they what, oh, what was that called yeah yeah that was that was like 10 years ago they made, they made like a, a full movie about about her character from vhs oh they must have mm-hmm. did it like right after the movie dropped because i don't i don't yeah. remember that yeah they didn't do she, was, she, she was freaky <laughs> that was no good she was uh she was a freaky character man like the whole yeah. POV nah, sh- shit, yeah the whole pov right. shot of him him uh, seeing her it was like was hell that was the one that stuck out of my mm-hmm. mind after that they just kind of went downhill but um yeah, yeah I like every every once in a while though it'd be like a, a story or two that'd be good in those like damn that one was that one was really good but then the rest of them be like what the fuck especially right. uh, this last couple especially this last one i could even tell i don't even remember shit about the last one because it was so atrocious bad. And yeah. like what are y'all doing like please stop even creep show is bad now too with the show and i tried i tried i tried with nick Otero, but like bro i can't i can't even do this yeah you know? And, cre- and you know, Creep Show's my favorite anthology of all time. You know that for sure. I know the first one. And people argue about which better, the first one or the second one. But the, the first one is just to me the one. I think the stories in the second one are probably the all time classics if you think about it. But like the first one, to me, is just you know, yeah. it's just I don't know. It just hit me at the right time as a child though. But yeah. I I don't know why they can't make anthologies as strong as they used to is it is 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 it just a dying breed if it's the anthology dead i don't think so i think it's still life in anthologies if we can do it right i would love to say that there is life in there because if you just youtube you know go on youtube and you type in short stories or whatever there is so many good ones i mean your favorite movie of the year q night swim was a short story you know what I mean? So My favorite movie, yeah. favorite movie of the year. Let Triborough know. <laughs> I'm kidding, by the way, but it was it was okay. I, I feel like with Night Swim, I, I wanted to see more backstory about how the lake. I mean, how the um the pool got you know the way that you know yeah. with with the, the dead bodies and everything. They didn't really do a lot of backstory on that. that they, I mean, they went to um they, they had the the, the the Asian um lady was talking about it, yeah. and, she, and there was like a little like scene where they were oh, like you see yeah. stuff but i'm like i want to see more yeah i agree with you too that would have made the movie way better yeah it's a cat yeah. th- th- see those are the little cash cows bro where they take a they take a and i saw the original um short story and it wasn't it didn't mm-hmm. seem like there, it could go anywhere from a full-length movie yeah. but i mean you know you know how they do it to to, to bank money. and that right. movie made money i mean based on the budget right. shoestring budget so but mm-hmm. I, but but there is material out there. All they have to do is mm-hmm. is hit up these people and say, "Yo, I want to buy this idea and make it into a full length movie." But it has to have some legs. It has to be, you know, some yeah. good. It can't be like uh, Slender Man and all this other shit that, like, you know what I mean? Like, it has to. There are right. good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a firm believer that there are good script writers out there. Hollywood is just not taking a chance on them whatsoever. Right, I agree. You know and what if, I mean? if you look so, at um, if you look at All Hallows Eve, Arthur Clown came from there. That was a mm-hmm. short story, and they made it into a terrifier. You know, he's coming up with part three. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, that's, that's my good buddy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. real quick, yeah. and that's a character that's so popular right now, Art the Clown. And if you really look at it, it, there's no rhyme or reason to why he. We don't. We still don't even know why he's really doing this. Um, right. Kind of the second one left off on maybe there's going to be you know some more in part three, yeah. but. Mm-hmm. 
it, it became such a popular thing because everyone's like gore is back like gore is back in cinema but it's like yeah is it i mean someone I'm just not. really took a chance like there could have been these stories but maybe hollywood just put a cap on them because they didn't think there was an audience for it you know what i mean yeah, yeah. I, I, can, I, can I rebuttal on that point? Um, yeah. Studios are not going to do what Terrifier 2 is going to do. They're not going to take a, a handful of mashed potatoes and smash it in someone's face. I mean, they the studio's not going to sign off on that shit. So um, yeah. uh, Terrifier is independent. They're completely independent. So right. they can do whatever they want. And they, and they come from movies that we watch, Street Trash and, you know what I'm saying, the, the high gore movies. And they, they're, they're doing the same thing. But trying to turn it up to another uh, another notch. And then yeah. without the studio involvement, they can do whatever they want. So Scream can't do what Terrifier does. You know what I'm saying? They right. are independent, you know what I'm saying? But they're highly successful because they, you know what I'm saying? It's a market like people like us that want to see these type of things. We don't give a fuck about Arthur Clown, where he comes from, do we? We just want to see him, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Slit somebody's... Uh, back with razor blades and and throw bleach on their back you know <laughs> like to be honest you right. know, that's that's what we that's what we watch these movies we watch these movies because the fuckery of the kills and shit and they could do yeah. that for being independent film so that's why i support independent films and try to make them uh as yeah. much as i can you know what i'm saying because we have totally fr- uh uh creative freedom but it's a lot more uh it's a lot harder it's a lot more harder work because you really got to literally pick all the equipment up on your back and literally go shoot that shit you know what i'm saying for a week straight, like um, we just shot laugh. We got the uh, cover. I'm gonna send it to you for um, uh, independent horror movies uh, for laugh, and um, uh, w- like like we didn't sleep, bro. You know what I'm saying? For that five days we shot for the trailer, we didn't sleep. We just like stayed up all night the next day and, and did what we had to do and did you know what I'm saying? I had the creative freedom to do whatever we wanted to do, but at the, at the same time you gotta raise the money and you gotta get distributors. So it's it's, it's a different game. It's like the majors and independent. Uh, just like the, just like the rap game, you know what I'm saying? Master P pretty much went independent, though, but you know what I'm saying? Look what he was able to do, you know, right. and, um, you know, um, uh, versus a death row, you might be able to do it. You might be able to fuck a lot of people out of a lot of money. <laughs> and then one guy gets some money and stuff. It's all it's, it's, it's all that same type of game. I know I'm, I know I'm going on and rambling. I apologize for that. But like, uh, you know, no, what I'm saying? Right, that's, why, that's how I kind of see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the game is changing, especially in entertainment when it, it's coming to the streaming whether that's music or, yeah. or or movies and stuff like that so people have to approach it a little differently it's kind of a gift and curse once again because you can create these independent movies now based on crowdfunding like a lot of these movies are yeah. sole solely funded by the by the the audience the fans right which is a great right. thing mm-hmm. you, you had to go through investors and all this other shit back in the day i mean uh to raise this big money but then also you can re- you can uh, uh, release it on a, on a streaming platform like a Screenbox or like a um, maybe not a Netflix, but like some of these like a, like a Tubi or something like that, where someone yeah. could just download an app and watch it either for a price or for for free or whatever. And it I'm I'm to the belief that horror movies or just movies in general, low budget movies are gonna go straight to YouTube because that's what if you follow the comedy world. Yeah. A lot of comedians are putting all their stand-ups now in the last couple of years on YouTube and they're getting tens of millions of views. If you got an audience, who cares where you put it out on? It's gonna, it, right. the, the people are gonna follow and then your next one, then you could p- try to get, you probably get it on a, on a Netflix or a bigger streamer. Like, right. at least when you're starting out, try to get it to the place that has like the most eyeballs watching, you know what I mean? So I, I, I kind of lo- love 
where we're at right now as far as like technology and stuff like that but it's such an oversaturation i mean whether it comes to mm -hmm. music or movies it's so much to kind of catch up on and just always be mm -hmm. following you know things are changing just yeah. day yeah. by day you know yeah wow. yeah because like um uh, you got you got like Tubi. We can make a movie to to tomorrow. We can put it up on Tubi. We can follow the regulations. We can get it up on Tubi. But it's like like you said, it's an oversaturation of a, a certain time. You go on Tubi, like what is all of this shit? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not I'm not calling their movie shit though, but it's like all the same shit. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, I, I cheated on the ex bitch and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like 18 movies like this and shit. Like which one do I watch? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's oversaturated. But there are gems in there at the same time. Same thing yep. as Netflix, Hulu, you know what I'm saying? The whole nine, though, but you know what I'm saying? But I am glad that um, artists, independent artists, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? In this day and time and this age are able to do that, to put projects out there, you know what I'm saying, uh, that they're passionate about, independent, you know what I'm saying, and may have this uh, time to shine, like YouTube, like you're saying. That, that, that's, that's next. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly do believe that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, guys. Well, this is good talks, man. I know Triborough. You said you had one more, right? One more top pick. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, Q had mentioned it. It was Daniel Kaluuya from um, Get Out. Get Out. Yeah. yeah. And that was that was a great film, and I loved his performance in that. You know, just trying to escape Rose's family. That was good. And when he finally, yeah, when you, he, you know, you know, you've been in a situation kind of like oh, that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, let's talk about just, it. Just like <laughs> you got a story, yeah, just, you got just a story, like every day, just just being in like like, if, if, no matter where you go, like you, I could be going to like a department store, and I can't tell you how many times I went into like Macy's or Bloomingdale's, and the security guard is is looking at us first. Mm -hmm. They're not looking at you know Jonathan from the suburbs. They're looking at us. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying, yeah. and. and you know they following us around the store, or yes. you know if if, you, if I if I went to a comic book store and there's like a Caucasian lady working there and she's asking me, um, help, uh, sir, do you need anything? Um, can I help you with anything? I know what I'm looking for when I go in that store. Mm -hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? So just little things like that I noticed um over the years. Yeah, I get that in Target, bro. Yeah. <sighs> so was I step in Target? You know, and like the, the, the managers, I can see the managers looking at me like, "Why are you following me?" Or, you know, I'm not saying that, but like I can see you and shit. And and, and then and in the meantime, my wife will steal something. <laughs> <laughs> she would like steal some makeup or some bullshit. You know, they're following me. Like, I'm the guy. I'm like, why are you stealing? We don't have to go steal. You. You're for real though. Like oh, we don't have to steal. We have some money again. Like why? Are you just like I just like the rush of it. Like but like. <laughs> Okay, cool. Oh, They're man. gonna fire, follow me. If I mistakenly walk out with uh, a pack of halls, they're gonna gun me down. So, <laughs> bro, it's I'm that kidding. it's that hurt it's that hurry up and buy mentality, bro. That shit hurry is crazy. Up and buy, son. Right. Remember that yeah, shit? Yeah, it's, yeah. So yeah I it's, know how I feel. Yeah, bre breaking out of that. There, there, there's this is the thing. There's so many campaigns of like stop racism and stuff. This is the thing. You can't stop racism. The only thing you can do is hope that those old racist that because because it's all it's all learned it's all passed down from from generations of this shit right, right. so as soon right. as all those the, the old heads just die off and the younger generation really puts a cap on it and it sucks because once again on twitter that's all you see there's a lot of racist shit on twitter and it, yeah. it, it someone needs to stop that and just let the old generation die out and then it'll get better i'm not saying it's going to stop it, it hopefully it gets better that's all we can hope for is, yeah. is things to yeah. progress right. a little bit and um they are progressing slowly you know what i'm saying but like it, 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 it just should be something every you know what i'm saying now and then just remind you like 
what the fuck, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, I hate to bring this up, like the the George um, Floyd thing. Like, like we all see this, bro. Like, are you are you are you kidding me, bro? Like, we can we can yeah. see this. Everyone can see this. You know what I'm saying? And then like, and it just gets you so furious. You say like like we or we can see this with our bare eyes. It's on camera. And, um, you know what I'm saying? And, and it hurts and it, and, it, and it sets you back. But, you know, but justice, you know, said served, you know, what I'm saying the right thing on that. You know, what I'm saying I'm, 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 I'm happy that happens and stuff, too. But like, right. you know, you take it back. You know, I'm old enough to remember the Rodney King thing. Like, yo, we can see yeah. this. Right. Yeah. We can see this. And then they're not yeah. guilty. They burned Los Angeles to the ground. Yeah. What do you expect them to do, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember those know, riots. We are pissed. Yeah, 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 yeah. You remember you were out there and shit. I was watching yeah. it on TV. Yeah, and I was like, Same. hell yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, damn, or like, like, what do you expect us to do? You know what I'm saying? It's not even like um a stereotypical thing or this, that, and the other. Like, you really still doing this to us and shit. And and that's the things that have to change. And I think that's just uh generational ignorance that does have to die off. Yeah, I honestly believe that, and I think it will, you know what I'm saying. Um, even with the woke thing, some things I do think are too woke sometimes, but like, I think it's, it's a step in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's all we can hope for. Yeah. I mean, I I know people, a lot of people, yeah, I don't want to get too political with this, but I mean, you know, I I know people see, (laughs) yeah, see, see things and and they think, okay, why are they inserting, uh, multiracial couples in all my commercials and all my movies and stuff? Do you not walk around and see the world around right. you? Like, this is what the world right. is. And this is the thing. A lot of people don't want to accept that. So if you start inserting things in media that seem fluid and it's not like it's not like forced in our face, it's not pandering. That's the whole thing. It's not that, right. uh, especially like when all these, when all the, uh, I think it was the Marvel, Miss Marvel. And then what's the other one that came out recently? Uh, uh, Madame Marvel. Web and all that. Yeah. I think it was Madame Web. Either way. The, when they start complaining about you're not looking at our movie because it's female led or you're not looking at our movie because it's it's this or that this is the thing is that people don't like to be pandered to they like to go to a movie right. and make up their right. own mind about something so if you start mm-hmm. inserting people it, it doesn't it, that uh it, where the situation doesn't seem fluid like i mean try bro you live in a huge city you know what i'm saying you see yeah. all kinds of people all over the place like i'm over yeah. here in, by la i see people of all yeah. kinds of you know so when you see that and the diversity seems fluid, it's going to become more natural right. and people will stop calling it woke. So I think people are I trying mean, to make but, but that, I mean, everything woke. You know? not, not, to, not to cut you off. That, that's how we were. That's how we were brought up. Like I went to school with like Koreans and with Hispanics and black and mm-hmm. Caucasian. So it was normal for us. Like it was normal for us to play on the block. With, yeah. I have white neighbors. I have um, uh, you know Hispanic neighbors, Korean neighbors, Latin. So it was always like that for us, but you know, maybe a lot of people they don't have that growing up on their on their, in their neighborhood. So it's kind of different for them if they see like a black family move into their neighborhood, or they mm-hmm. see like a Korean family moving, and, and you know, what I'm saying then they start having questions or they start having you know these these racist um you know innuendos about them. But mm-hmm. it, it's I think you have to like have a, a a type of worldwide view where it's not it's bigger than your neighborhood so just because if you live in a neighborhood where it's all caucasian or all you know african-american the world is bigger than that and and yeah. there's many different cultures and races out you know in the world and i think people got to adapt to that and, and remember that 
yeah absolutely well said, well said man i mean I, people well are looking at it at least the people that are making some of the the films or the or the tv shows they might mm-hmm. not be enriched in the cultures that a lot of other peoples have been you know either growing up or or currently so they are writing it from the outside looking in and that, to me right. that's why it's important for people that have lived this or that are it, it, once again enriched in the in cultures to write from that perspective because then it becomes more authentic it's more real you know what i mean right. bro how how does the most successful show on tv seinfeld get made and be so successful there is like one black person in all of new york city in that fucking show you've got to be kidding me <laughs> and wasn't he like a the, just like the lawyer guy or something that'll pop in yeah but like yeah. It, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it, it, these these shows never made sense to me um, because they never showed any diversity. And that's once again, that's that's what I grew up with too. I had a white friend, I had a Mexican friend, I had a black friend, I had an Asian friend. Like all all all, yeah. all you know that was it. That was me mm-hmm. growing up. Um, yeah, me too. When, me too. That's what I, I I would just say I grew up in um, uh, Southwest Detroit. It was, it was predominantly Mexican, black. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the you know what I'm saying the uh, poor whites. You know what I'm saying? But we all had something in common. We were all poor. Poor. Yeah. <laughs> we were all poor. We you know what I'm saying we and we got along. We and we knew how to make it work. So I was always grew up within a melting pot. It was always it was never just like one sided like all black. You know what I'm saying, or all white, and it wasn't like that till I moved down south uh, to Tennessee. And then it was, I was like, "Oh shit, this shit is, this shit is kind of different here." You know what I'm saying? This is, right. you know, yeah, like black and white. But like that shit ended up uh, in the '90s, ended up uh, melding. You know what I'm saying? So that that was a beautiful thing to see in live time too. So like, yeah, I agree yeah. with you 100. percent Yeah, you know that's why I think we get Absolutely. along so uh, uh, so well. You know what I'm saying? We're from melting pots, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and it's, it's our type of generation that's going to pass it down to the other generations to, you know what I'm saying, not think like they did in the 40s and 50s and 60s. It's us, you know what I'm yeah. saying? We're a big part of that, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, you know, civil rights movement wasn't that long ago, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying, it's up to us, to, you know what I'm saying, teach our children and then our children or teach theirs, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And and build legacy like that and things will change. You know what I'm saying? As as far as wokeness goes, um, yeah, 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 I'm cool with it. Like you said, uh, like Dave said, I just don't want to be force fed it sometimes. It's just like weird. Um, you know, just tell your fucking story sometimes. I mean it was <laughs> what else Kevin did, uh, t- to me it was throat. always something that, that started off as a form of, of something that was supposed to be good. I mean, woke, you're supposed to be awake, right? Awaken to things, yeah. right? And yeah. then it became right. something that, a term that got turned and shifted and molded into something else or where it became cringe because it was like an oversaturation mm-hmm. where like everybody, everybody wanted to get in on the woke shit. And then it doesn't become yeah. natural. And then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you took right. something that was supposed to be this and then you turned it into this. And that's where I think everybody's kind of like still trying to make fun of it uh, at this point. And, and, and once again, we just need good characters, good storytelling, memorable movies that don't need to cost two hundred million dollars <laughs> like every other damn Fast and the Furious or like Marvel movie. You know what I mean? Yep. And and uh, and yeah. yeah, just make a good movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, just make a good movie. You know what I'm saying? What was Sarah Connor woke? No, she was just strong because a fucking uh, Terminator just tried to kill her fucking like ten years ago. You know what I'm saying? She had to become strong. Like what? You know what I'm saying? Like what are you gonna do? Or, or die? You know what I'm saying? Like you think Ripley. You Ripley, say you know what I'm saying, was stronger in aliens. Why? Because of aliens just trying to kill right. her. You know what I'm saying? Ten years or mm-hmm. four hundred years ago, or whatever it was, she had she had to become that bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, for real. 
Well said, man. Well, this was yeah. a really good conversation, guys. We went over two hours. I, I love it. Um, I love these, you know, uh, um, conversations we can have where we just pick each other's brain and, and, and hopefully nobody gets offended by what we said. Um, I don't think we said anything offensive, but, um, you know, uh, thank you guys so much for watching the episode. Did you guys have any other uh, honorable mentions or any picks? Uh, I went through my whole list. Pretty much. I got one, yeah, I one, 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 one little one. We got to give a shout out to Keith David, yo. We got to give a shout out to Keith David. Do we not say him? Uh, for the oh, no. The Thing. Oh, yeah, we mentioned him. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Thing, They Live. Uh, no, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got to give a shout out to uh, Keith David. Like, what else? He, he had some more horror movies, too. I'm not thinking about. But yeah, shout out to Keith David for Legend. holding down horror for over fucking 40 years. One of my favorite horror. Yeah. We got yeah. to yeah. give Keith David his power. The only reason yeah. I didn't say Keith David, because remember how in the beginning, how I said I kept some people off my list because I thought you guys would say it, <laughs> but nobody Ooh, said yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Keith David, yeah. Also, he plays yeah. um he plays a really interesting character in uh that Darren Aronofsky film that I love, uh, Requiem for a Dream. You guys ever seen oh, that one? Requiem for a Dream, yeah. Holy yeah, yeah. shit. He plays a, a character named Little John. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the deepest, the deepest fucking voice I've ever seen, heard in my yeah, life, bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it. definitely yeah. shout out. Uh, hey, while we're talking about Keith David, what what are you guys' thoughts on the uh, the end of the thing? Do you think he was the thing or not? <laughs> I think Kurt Russell was right. Oh, you thought Kurt Russell was? That, that's no what I heard. Way. That's what my boy was talking to me about. There's so many different theories yeah. about if Keith David was, but I didn't hear anything about Kurt Russell. What do you think, Trevor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I just thought it was I thought it was somebody else other than I don't I don't think I think Kurt Russell like got out of there before everything blew up. I always thought it was it wasn't Kurt Russell. He did, but the movie left off with just these two guys surviving. But there's so many mm-hmm. theories about the whole uh bottle that he has, the J M B that he has, and people right. have this theory that he filled it with alcohol. I mean I'm sorry, he filled it with um gasoline and that he passed mm-hmm. it over to uh to Keith David. And Keith David took a swig and he didn't even know it was gasoline because the thing wouldn't know what alcohol and ga- the difference, right. you know, the difference. Mm, um, right, right. And that mm, what, that's what that. causes Kurt Russell to laugh. If you notice, he kind of laughs at the end. Like, oh, shit. Right. Like, he, you're ne- like, I'm about to kill you next. So I'm that's what the theory is. <laughs> watch the ending, bro. It is it got yeah, to be one that. of the greatest like, endings of all time. Um, I'm about to watch the whole thing. For one of the greatest movies of all time, for me at least, for a horror movie, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and and it was it was very right. well done. Um, Keith David, he gotta be a thing, bro. Like he drove gasoline. We were like, hey, bro. Like, but we yeah, don't know if sure. it is. But we don't know if it was or not, though. It could have yeah, been. Yeah, it yeah. could have been alcohol. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, we got a donation in the chat, guys. Uh, Jason, thank you so much, Jason. Saying, could I mention Woody Strode in Kingdom of Spiders from 1977 and Richard Roundtree in Q, the Winged Serpent from 1982? Do you guys know about those characters? Never saw those. No. So Kingdom of Spiders. (laughs) Kingdom of Spiders. I did watch. That's the one with um, oh lord, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy from uh, Shatner, William Shatner. Well, we're in Shatner. Yeah, you we were we were talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it, it, look it up, uh, Q. I mean, I look it up. A uh, Triborough, uh, uh, Kingdom of Spiders, a bizarre creature feature that uh, Jason sent me. So funny. It just they use live tarantulas throughout the whole movie, and it's just overtaking a town. You know, a creature feature. And mm-hmm. uh, but this other right. one, Richard. I know Richard Roundtree, but uh, the, Shat. Q, Shat, the yeah. Wing Serpent. 
Oh, another honorable mention uh, from Dust to Dawn. Uh, what, what's my man's name? Uh, damn, the black guy from Dust oh, to Dawn, Jim. Oh, he, uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. Damn, me too. I just had it too. Do you the remember fucking... uh, God damn. I remember, uh, I forgot Jim his Brown. name. Is I forgot it Jim Brown? I know what Jim Brown. No, not Jim Brown. Oh, wasn't it Jim Brown? Jim Brown? Nah. Nah, that wasn't Jim Brown. He had another name. Uh, uh, was it Fred Williamson? Fred Williams. No, yeah, is it Fred Williamson? Fred Williamson, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look it up. Uh, yeah. Let me look it up. Yeah. By the way, hey, if I mean so. if he if he is in that movie, we gotta give it up to him. From Dust Till Dawn is my shit. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, that Fucking, was good. That was a real gory movie too. Um God dang. I haven't seen that movie in uh, a little bit. Fred Williamson, you're right. He played a character named yeah. Frost. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he had a cool transformation too when he got bit. That was pretty cool. Right. That's it, guys. That is it, man. Yeah. Yep. This so, what is the future? Man. What is the future of Black Horror? Let's see. I think it's going to get better. I think we're going to see a lot of uh, meaningful, better storylines for Black Horror with prominent Black actors in it, and they won't get killed off. They'll be the, the saviors in at the end of the film, and I think I think it's going to get better. I see it happening. I think so too, man. Uh, Q, what do you think, man? I mean, horror is at at it's it's having a resurgence. So horror is is in the forefront of of yeah. everything right now. So uh, I mean, we just got to get some damn nominations at the at the Oscars or something, man. What do you think? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, get yeah, out one. Yeah, what, get out one uh, Oscar, right? Uh, a Quiet Place, uh, Lupita Nyong'o starring, man. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, she looks great. Oh yeah, that's and, right. That's yeah, right. That's a yeah, big one uh, coming. Uh, Ashy Lapita Luango look like it is going to work. Yeah, I think that's going to look great. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like filmic wise, I think that looks great, bro. And like, she just like walked up from ground zero. Look, you know what I'm saying? With her eyes and shit. That shit, that shit look wild, bro. Like, yes. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, horror protagonists, um, they can go, bro. They can, they're going to put them, you know, they, you know they're going to be, um, I mean, they might not be like 100%, like, then they get old and shit like oh yeah we got another you know what i'm saying then it gets the like you know the final girl thing you know what I'm saying well we know that white girl's gonna win because she's um not having sex or you know she's innocent she's reading books but i think it's changing like you know what i'm saying it's a gray area then we're gonna have a lot more black protagonists especially jordan peele you know um if you see a, a movie with him um you um ninety percent the protagonist is going to be black. That's why he's remaking um people on the stairs and things like that. And I think these are interesting stories for us to see. And I'm I'm glad to see us representing like that on, on horror movies. I love horror movie in general, white, black, Latino, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As long as it's a good horror movie, I'm down yeah. though. But like um if if we can be represented, like I said, like I said, like 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 King Cade back in the day in these movies. You know what I'm saying? I'm a hundred percent with it because. I'm more I'm, I'm more invested into it because um, it looks like me. So I think yeah. the ho- uh, horror for black cinema is bright and I can't wait to see what's next. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait to see what's next. Um, I think Jordan Peele is at the forefront. People like um, um, Donald, Donald Glover to uh, be looking out for him. You know what I'm saying? Because he's definitely um, dips his hand in horror quite often. And um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I was uh, super glad to have this conversation. Um, I thought Dave was black, to be honest with you. I, <laughs> I thought he was like shit. Remember, I, I told him about it. I, like I thought I thought he was black. Like, oh no, he's like, oh okay. okay. 
yeah, only during you, only during Black History Month, I'm black, man. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, <laughs> what I was gonna, <laughs> what I was gonna say is that I agree with what you guys are saying. I, I just kind of, I'm a fan of it when it's a good movie, but I hope that they just come with more original ideas. Like I know they're remaking People Under the Stairs, yeah. which is great, great movie. But just realize that once again, going back to the script making, like there's some solid scripts out there, man. Like take a chance on original ideas because how many like reboots of, of Halloween and this are going to like current, like Chucky's still going on. Like they got to come with some new slashers or new horror elements for the new generation. Like for even that we can still appreciate, you know, I just think we just need some newness yeah. in there, like mixed in with the with the retro. I don't know. I mean, I yeah. know it's easy to go with the with the stuff that already has lore, but I want to hear some yeah. new some new stories, new ideas. Yeah, you know? especially black 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 things. I don't want to see them go down. Like, remember, Boys in the Hood came out. Then everybody was the Boys in the Hood movie and shit. Remember that? Remember that? Menace like, to Society. Yeah, 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 yeah. It got over. It got, I love Menace to Society, but then after that, it just got oversaturated. And then it just killed that genre. Remember that? It just mm -hmm. killed it. You know what I'm saying? It just killed yeah. it. It ran it straight into the ground. And we we're so excited about it. You know what I'm saying? But it ran it because it was so much. It just ran it straight into the ground. So I agree with you. I hope they come with more original stories and more original, you know, things like that. So we can keep moving the genre forward. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. All right, fellas. This was a fun, fun talk, man. Oh, Braxton yeah. said Fresh, 1994. Remember that? Damn, no one talks about Fresh. You remember Fresh, Tribro? That was in New York. Shot in New York. That's yeah, um, that was in the 90s, yeah. That came out. That was, uh, yeah. no one ever talks about that, man. I, I, that's actually a really good hood movie. I like, I like that one a lot. Yeah. It has, uh, uh, Sam Jackson, a very brief part. It also has, uh, oh, oh, it has, uh, mm -hmm. uh G Giancarlo Esposito in that. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. yeah, he was in that too. Yeah. He, he, he is so big right now. Like, he's gonna be in his yeah. own shows and movies and stuff. But yeah, um, thank you guys so much, guys, chat, for joining us, uh, doing it live. I thought this was a really, really fun uh, 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 episode. Yeah, if you guys great. are watching on YouTube, yeah, once great. again, uh, I put up all the graphics so you guys can see who we're talking about in case you guys have no idea. And I urge you guys to go back and please check out some of these movies with these characters. They're timeless. And uh, most of the time, they're on streamer. I mean, Tubi has a lot of these movies that Q and I talk about, so... Yeah. Or if you know, mm -hmm. or if not, go go buy the physical media. It's definitely worth it uh, if you guys collect um, physical media and whatnot. But uh, I'm gonna have Triboro's uh, social medias all down in the description below as well as cues. You guys know the deal, so hit that big thumbs up. Give cool. us a five star review if you guys can, and we're out. Thank you so much, Triboro, for joining us, man. We're Thank out. you, man. Thank you for having me. I, I hope to come back again too. This was fun. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yes, man. I would love to. Uh, who, yeah. What was the one I just said? We got to have you back on. Uh, an episode? It was for a movie. Ah, it was. Uh, it was. A, yeah, he mentioned a movie too. Because I really want to do forgot. tales from the hood coming up. I want to do um, uh, people under the stairs. I want to do. Uh, we'll talk. One. Well, yeah. I have to watch a replay, but I definitely want you on a, a future episode okay. coming up. Yeah, it, it was fun, man. Cool. Oh yeah, just hit me up. I'll, I'll definitely do it for sure. All right, all right, chat. We'll see you guys in the next one. We're gone. Peace. Peace. I'm just warming up, you pathetic worm! Why won't you die? No! Game over.